self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i cannot believe it's the end of the fucking year already also known as calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me at mr underscore on point on twitter and instagram and i can be found at red underscore calamity we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook conversation con artist but this episode is a little bit different um i don't think we did this last year because we fucked up but this year <laughs> we are doing a combined end of the year show with none other than government name yeah. podcast these negroes are hi. here hi there I need you to put a little bit more respect on our name. These Negroes are here. Right, that's cool. These colors. These We're not doing that here. These colors. And <laughs> we guessed. Yeah. <laughs> so, we had to wipe our feet when we came in. <sighs> take, your, take your shoes off. You can't wear no, no shoes on this carpet. Hey, man. We're going to have fun today. Right? Sure. It's always fun with you guys. I love, you know, being surrounded by meats. It's wow. wonderful. No jokes needed. Yeah, no like, jokes needed. Like nobody needs to let, say anything. Let it go. No. Just let, let it, it ride. Yeah. Anyhow, Need positivity. Twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. No, yeah, we're not taking that into twenty twenty. But that's what this entire we're show. We're definitely is. taking that into twenty twenty. What is and wrong beyond. with doing this meat positivity thing? You don't. Why you don't like this meat positivity? It's going to be a compilation of all the things that have happened in twenty twenty, personally and in the media and in politics and all of that good jazz, including I guess meat positivity. Apparently. Why not? Um. So what we're going to do we is we're to start off with a letter that we got from Tag, um, which <laughs> is just my name. The title of the <laughs> the email is just me. Red. Red. Yes. So, going point. All right. So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I missed Red actually answering a direct question about sex. <laughs> sex in public? I am verklempt. Which, if you didn't know... <laughs> means so overwhelmed with emotion that you can't find words to speak in that moment. Uh, it's a perfect word. It, it is. I don't even I know guess. what that word means. Not really sure why that would make you... It's one of them words that don't exist in the American language that exist in other languages that I've describe I've seen her clip before. I've never seen the word. I've word. never seen that I've word anywhere. I've seen that word in books. I thought it was oh. at least German. But it's not <laughs> you that, got to actually read not books an, to know that word. It's an English word. It looks German. A lot of our words are, but yeah, it's not an English word, but like I've seen it before. When yeah. I read this, I knew what he was talking about. You have a master's What did degree. I say? What? How did I say that this word don't exist here? You said it, it doesn't, yeah, you said it doesn't exist in our language. It's not, it's I didn't language. hear you say that. I heard you say it's that. It's a sentiment that don't that's, exist in our okay. in the English language. Okay, that's We don't have a said, word though. that okay. means that. This is what I meant if, if, it, if it didn't come across me. But anyhow, uh, before we move on to the next point, I don't. I guess that was my whole point in doing that whole thing is that everybody thinks that you know because I don't talk about sex or you know I if you, you ask me, read. but if you ask me a direct question, I will answer. I just don't jump in on conversations. Especially considering I'm surrounded by niggas that love to talk about inappropriate shit all the time. Wait, hold on. Being surrounded by meats, but before you get sarcastically, hold on. Let's let's answer this question. How do you feel about sex in public? I well, you did answer that last week, though. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, 
it what well, the direct mm-hmm. question at the party was have you ever had sex in public and i have not like with an audience but like where i could have been called public mm-hmm. so yeah there you go tag but mm-hmm. again if you ask me a direct question i will answer it but what happens mm-hmm. on the show is that we talk about general situations and i don't weigh in and so i feel like that's different and i also feel like like i said last week i feel like the person that i have sex with knows what they need to know and then that's that's what he gets to to see or that's the part of me he gets to see that other people don't and so again if we sitting around and people are like oh my goodness she's such a prude in his mind he knows that shit's not true Wait and a minute. i'm cool with that i don't think anybody ever said he was a prude yeah but uh, the shock and all of <laughs> you gonna answer shit i don't I think know. they shocked that you're actually answering this i think they're just shocked that like they wasn't expecting it from you it it, it was very unexpected for I me guess. too I don't. I don't, know. I don't well, be, oh shit! I know people don't look at you like a nun and be like, "Oh, she ain't doing nothing out there." Like, I feel just like shot. some people do though. Nah. <laughs> like, do. I feel like, and the person who was shot, where this came from, um, I guess I won't put her name out there, but like, she she was like, "Oh my god!" Clutches pearls. Basically, she was like, "I listen to the podcast," like, and so to me that meant I come across as a lot more. Virtuous. I don't know. Maybe not virtuous. Like but you, like you drop a glove and wait for the man to come pick it up. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that is not the fucking you case. Oh, you want to throw your hand? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Why are you wearing gloves? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't cold. <laughs> Sixty five degrees at Christmas time. Kinda, what you talking I, about? After you explained this last week on the podcast, I kind of got what you were saying because it, it's a deeper level of intimacy that you and your partner has now. Yeah. And so that makes sense, <laughs> especially considering. Anybody that I date that like comes around is gonna have to be okay with the fact that my group of friends is literally niggas. Like I have female friends, but the friends that I go no, out you with don't. I ain't seen you hang out. With, who are your female friends? Is? Her cousin. Oh, my bad. I have female friends. My they bad. don't live here. Okay, <laughs> I talk to them. I don't hang out with them. I just said that the people that I hang out with are niggas. <laughs> I do have female friends, but they have kids and they don't live in Birmingham. And so that makes it very difficult for me just to hang out. Y'all niggas ain't got no kids and shit. So we can hang out. Okay. So any dude that comes into my life is going to have to be comfortable with that. And I feel like it makes it a little bit better if he realizes when we're hanging out that this is something that only he has. That this isn't something that's you know that you niggas know y'all don't know because it's not that kind of a relationship so for me it's important for me to keep that separate for whoever i end up with because i i could get it i mean i hang around dudes a lot my phone ring is probably a nigga it's one of (laughs) y'all usually um and so for me that's just a way to keep that part separate and keep it where it's not going to be weird because y'all are men in general are weird about like women are weird about that shit I've yeah. had a one. I've had a couple women. Not that I talked to many, but I had a couple women. Who was like, you got a, a, a female best friend? I'm like, yeah. And it was like, what is that about? And I was like, bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, we cool. Like, <laughs> like, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? This yeah. nigga helped me move. Yeah. The hell you mean? Women do. Um, my best friend in college, we were best friends in high school. Was a guy. Every woman he dated. <laughs> It was a problem. 
Uh, his current wife, shout out to her. We never had that issue. She recognized that we, we've been friends since we were five. So you're right. Both sides do have a problem yeah, with it. Me uh, but for me, again, and I just like that. I like to have red that y'all know, and I like to have red that the person that I'm with know, and I like that it's that he they get something different um than what the rest of the world gets now again that doesn't mean i won't answer direct questions if a question if you ask me a question i'll answer it but i don't like put in on converse or just general conversations i don't i feel like if you answer everything nobody know what's really real <laughs> no <laughs> you know what i mean if you answer it all they're gonna be like well, i don't know what the reality is man. but if i don't answer anything it's the same thing you don't know how do you be viewed the way that you've been viewed. And I you don't guess. Want to be viewed nah, that I don't way. think it's her not answering or answering it. I think it's your reaction to the question. You usually go, "Oh my God, I can't believe you guys are talking about this." Because y'all think it's oh, always yeah, you, uh, like if you, your like, reaction these niggas, wasn't these that, niggas go again. then we wouldn't go as far as we go. I, I do. I admit it. I do it just to fuck with. He you. does too. On point does too. On point has well, admitted. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that at uh, all. Really. But it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. My. Like I said, you know, I'm still going to be a private person yeah, because I just am. You should not but change. I'm not going to, but any <laughs> any Shit. like direct questions. Yeah, from here on out, if you have a sex question, ask her directly. And, and I will answer. answer. I will 100% now answer. Now you're going to get sex question email. I know. Exactly. And also <laughs> attach cat pictures. <laughs> there you go. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Animal cat picture. I was just gonna say <laughs> that could go in such a bad direction. What other direction. cat could it be, Shogun? Jesus Christ! None, don't <laughs> get blocked and don't get cussed out. Yeah, because that will happen. Do not send me vaginas. You will get cussed out. I promise you. You don't want it. Send those to my DM at Cole Jackson <laughs> underscore B Y <laughs> on Instagram. Jesus send them all Christ. to me. You just want random vaginas? Ah, uh, well, you know that shit. Anyhow, so yes, uh, tag. You did miss it because you were playing spades. Y'all was playing spades when this was going on, so you missed like a whole. They, they were talking about some of everything, and every time somebody came and asked me a direct question, they asked a question those about choking. Are, those are some good we questions. Spitting, spitting your mouth. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't. That I was, was like, yes. It's amazing how no. those those. Uh, you were spitting somebody's mouth. I spit in mine. It's fine. Oh, it's you on, want I'm your down. mouth spitting? Both. We go both ways. Ain't nobody else gonna tell you. Nigga, y'all nasty. It's just kiss one that I I engage in. I can't um, believe y'all niggas getting spit on and spit in. <laughs> ain't hurt me yet. No. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> kind of nasty hardest you talking to. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really shocked. I just asked for random. That was a question. It was a question. It was a question. Yeah, that's that choking. There were a lot of questions, and again, when somebody came over and was like, "So, Red, do you?" I answer. I will answer a direct question. No, nigga ain't like that. What the hell you talking about? Not that nasty. Okay, let's not go. Now you're getting it like. I need to know the science behind this. <laughs> we we this. getting into like extreme fetish. Yeah, like I'm talking this, about level one or two. Like, yeah, you talking I mean, about level eight? Look, yeah. Yeah. He on he ghetto <laughs> gaggers. Le- oh God, <laughs> he getting okay, that far. So let's move on to his next point in his his letter. <laughs> going the bad direction. <laughs> on point regarding the Watchmen TV series. Rorschach isn't specifically portrayed as a white supremacist, but a white supremacist group appropriates his mask yep. slash aesthetic and other things that are kind of spoilery. Apologize if I'm telling you stuff. Apologies if I'm telling you stuff you already know. 
because those details present themselves further in the show and you may have already finished watching by the time you're reading this. Lastly, I finally started a real attempt at watching Rick and Morty. I'm confused by it and can't tell if I like it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Rick and Morty is one of those shows I feel like it's a polarizing show. You're either really going to like it and it's going to be hilarious to you or you're going to be like, I do not get why people like this shit. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be one of those things. Um, Cause I love Rick and Morty. I have fucking T-shirts and shit that Rick I wear. Morty's hilarious. Um, but it is—it's a polarizing show. I feel like it's one of those shows that you either really like or you don't get it. Yeah, it's hard to get into. And it it's hard first. to get into it at first. Um, I—it's the humor is the kind of humor that I like, so that's why I was immediately drawn to it and why I like it. It's dark humor. It's deeply yeah. sarcastic and witty. It's overly cynical. It's anti-religion. It's anti-education. It's, it's anti-government. It's red. It's like <laughs> it's fuck every system that exists. Rick is. I'm the system. I'm smarter than every system. I'm smarter than everything. I will create whatever world I want, and he does that in the show. He does. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just like at his whim, basically. And so you kind of gotta be okay with some of those kind of different levels of uh but they do humanize him there's points where he unexpectedly like when king jellybean he he didn't know what exactly had happened but he killed king jellybean when he figured out morty was uncomfortable or the episode (laughs) where uh with trinity with the toilet no with the uh the woman who become a whole planet yeah oh yeah at the end like looked like he was finna commit suicide Mm -hmm. yeah but failed <laughs> so i mean they there are points where he 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 does have emotion which i like i like that they that he does have that it's just he don't show it just yeah. hang in your tag it gets better it does or it won't like i said it's a polarizing show like i feel like you're either gonna like it or you're not i don't know i, I feel think- like i feel like if you don't like the uh, inception episode with the dogs in it oh god i don't know yeah. if you got much hope for liking much of the show yeah that's the i mean if you like inception and you fool with dogs that episode is like just good where mm. are my testicles summer yeah i like rick and morty i'm thank- sorry appreciate the letter tag yes thank you tag happy kwanzaa um before we so before we jump into stories and stuff we also got a tweet oh yes that's right we got a tweet this week um and i gotta go find it tweet of the week bitch. i have no idea <laughs> my roommate <laughs> clearly just got killed in the in the game <laughs> uh from cinnabon cine ruxpin at Mr. On Point at Red Calamity, check out Don't Fuck With Cats, a crazy documentary, and The Astronomy Club, sketch comedy on Netflix. Now, I did not realize that she had put The Astronomy Club in here because I actually went and started watching The Astronomy Club without realizing it. It's a black sketch show. Oh. Which started off pretty good. Mm. Now, they have a trend in it that I hope don't keep up. The Astronomy Club is a bunch of sketches that are that are funny to a point, and then they go overboard, yeah. and it's not funny anymore. I'll show y'all one of them skits before before y'all leave. But a couple, the like the first two skits like that, would be like they were perfect if they wouldn't have took this extra two minutes to do what else they just did. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I that's like on the, net, it's on that's on Netflix too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the, the dynamic. Netflix and, is coming uh, up. Don't fuck I with cats is is crazy. 
I saw the little you know how when you hover over it, it'll give you like the little synopsis so I did see it mm-hmm. um see the synopsis but on point told me more about it now I really want to watch the it first the first sounds- video he did was he had two little kittens and he put them in a vacuum sealed bag yeah. and he sucked all of the air out of the <clears throat> vacuum sealed bag and then he played with their bodies after they was that crazy so fucker fucking it was fucked up Jesus. and then he kept putting videos out like that they didn't show the full videos Thank of him God. doing it they just kind of they showed you enough to fill in some gaps that so still you know make it uncomfortable is. if you fuck with cats mm-hmm. yeah. I don't even fuck with cats y'all know I don't, I don't get down with cats but like that's fucked up like but it, it's just the whole it really gives insight on how you can be found, bro. Like, if you didn't know, every picture you take has data embedded in yep, it that it gives does. your GPS coordinates of having yep. taken that yeah, picture. Yeah, we live in a, in a Google world, man. Like, and, like, one way that they tracked him in one of his Google locations actually. is they went through all of his pictures and one photo had the GPS coordinates in it. I mean, they looked at the cigarettes he had because this different cigarettes have different warnings on them. Oh, so yeah. it didn't have the general surgeon warning on them. So they was like, okay, these cigarettes come from Russia. Mm. <laughs> He's smoking so, Russian cigarettes? He the no, he he was doing a bunch of stuff to throw them off. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he was smart. He's a psychopath. Yeah, he's smart. I he's just got a Google Most Hub. Psych- they had a good sale. They Which had one like, did you get? The Nest Hub or the the Nest Hub? Yeah, I got one of those too. You like it? It's pretty dope. I have. I'm waiting because I'm moving, so yeah. I hadn't even took it out the box. I use it to set up my lights and whatnot. I want to do that with the house. So that's, wait, what side did they have on? Huh? What kind of side did they have? Santa on? brought one to me. Oh, they. I oh. bought my own. They. Rich you could get it. Seventy. <laughs> you did it to yourself. Seventy nine dollars. You could get the Nest Hub, and they'll give you a Nest Mini for free. Damn. Oh, that's dope. So I got Amazon? a net. I got a. Oh, not on Amazon. They got their own shit. My bad. But Ooh. Best Buy was doing uh, honoring it, so I got mine through Best Buy. Damn. And it like ends. I want to say Tonight? today, the 29th, I want to say. Yeah, but seventy nine dollars. I got the touch screen That's thing and I got the mini. It's not bad. And bad it's not even usually seventy nine dollars. It's more it's than like that. Yeah. yeah. So. And I already had three. Right, I got a Google Home and two minis already, so I'll have one in every room. Yeah, in any room mm-hmm. when I move. Mm. Must be nice to be rich. Anyway. Appreciate you, Cindy Ruxpin, for you. that tweet. <laughs> uh, keep sending us stuff to watch. Uh, I've been really good about jumping on, you know, things when they suggested, just like I did these two. And I'm going to keep watching the Astronomy Club. Mm. I tried watching The Witcher. It's slow. It's slow. I'm on episode four. I think that's where I'm at. Mm. Um, I ain't watching that shit. And I, but it did make me want to go look at the game, so I have downloaded the game. The, the Witcher Three are amazing. Like the way it looks and the shots are great. Yeah, it's just the story is a little slow. And I don't like what is his name? He plays Superman. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. So when I first started watching this, because I didn't know about the game, I didn't really know a lot about The Witcher. Mm. He immediately have y'all ever seen the movie Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he looks like Raiden. He sounds like Raiden. He's doing that raspy mm. thing with his voice that's that Raiden how, does. That's how the character is in the game though. And well, I downloaded the game. I've started playing yeah. it and so yeah, I see. So now I'm like, okay, so he wasn't just he doing being roles, doing too much. This is a, <laughs> <laughs> did you see him in Mission Impossible? I love Mission Impossible. Did you see, and did you also see, that one the other Impossible. spy movie. When he was in Mission Impossible, he was fire as hell, man. He was a terrible superman. Acronym. Man, the man from Uncle. 
Uncle, yeah, Uncle, yeah. the acronym. Yeah. U-N-C-L-E. <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember the acronym, but not the name. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just never seen that word split up like that. No, I've never seen Your it. mind works different than everybody It does else. work very differently. No, that's a good thing. <laughs> But I'm I'm trying to give that give it a shot because I I like stuff like that like I play games like that from that period of time I like that kind of shit. Listen, so. y'all, The Witcher was so complicated to me to yes. play. Mm-hmm. I'm Both playing it now. I'm I mean, on it's Witcher two three. Different swords. Yeah. yeah. It's got them different styles. I, and then yep. you got different magics, and then you got a whole one button to bring up all the magics. You got to choose a magic. Nah, I was that, like, man, I didn't get through I, the tutorial. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't finish the tutorial. I bought I the game, and I was like, yo, this is too much. I got Game Pass. Again, and it's on Game Pass. Well, you got a high level of dedication to games anyway. I beat games. Oh, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Just Colin came out on yeah, came out, yeah. the Game Pass. Really? And that's what Colin been trying to get us I'm to play. I'm going to go home and I download it. it I got to go download it. it. So Shout out to you, it. Colin. Yeah, because he's talked about that fucking game a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you just so. being a dick as a goose is actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> interesting. Um, so, if you have a question you'd like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. Um, we're going to do what we normally do, which is discuss stories from over the, you know, 2019, but we had some, some stuff that we wanted to talk about, just personally, um, that has happened for us this year. Mm. Um so I don't, whoever wants to. Oh, whoa. Oh, I you're the moderator. Start. That's right, Cole Jackson. Do oh, sorry, job. everybody. Hey, I was drunk. Look, so uh, we're, we're basically going to kind of go into some personal side of the personal side of things and kind of talk about what we want to do personally for 20, uh, 2020. So the first thing we have, um, this question was presented to us. What was the best thing that happened to you this year in 2019? I'll, I'll go ahead and start with uh, On Point. What, you, what was Okay, Don't well, start with me. Why not? Okay, I'll jump it off. Oh, he want me to go because I framed the question. Okay, that red, means she got some red. shit she want to talk about. That red, red asked that question. She jumped the whole red. three oh, different shit. tax brackets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it must be must be nice to be a one percenter now. I have not talked about this on our show. I have talked about I got a job. First of all, I am not in the one percent. Do not listen to him. Though that right, is lies. Are you Republican now too? Or uh, how's that yes. working out? Anyway. She's getting a gun. <laughs> I am oh, getting a gun. Oh, yeah, there you go. In our style. I am style. getting a gun because I'm living out in a house. Anyway. It's better when I frame it that way. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not. Um, <laughs> I did get a new job that has enabled me to do some stuff that I, I've been wanting to do. Live. Um, live, yes. essentially. <laughs> um, I got a house that yes. I'm moving into in the next few weeks. And just... It, it, the job, the money is great, but you know how you get stagnant in life. You get settled. You do the same thing over and over again. Hmm. This was me having to step out, be the new person, learn a whole new system of, of shit, a whole new job, mm-hmm. um, and realizing that I still am capable of doing that. You know, you you know, you get older, you get stuck in your ways, you Complacent. do a job for so many years, and then being presented with this was a challenge um and it was hard like there was that first probably that first month i was like i made a made a big ass mistake doing this shit um just because it was so much for me to learn and i'm used to being good at everything (laughs) that i do 
and so you know not being so good at it and having to like really work at it was a test for me um but it's, it's gotten a lot better um it, it presents its own challenges it's not a perfect job by any means i don't have a perfect supervisor by any means it's a different supervisor from what i had before thank god um but yeah those those two things i would say have been the highlight and i'm gonna be transparent here i've never lived in a house this house will be the first time i've ever lived in a house really my parents uh we had a trailer my parents will have a house now but i was in college when they got it i've never lived in a house i went from living in a trailer to dorms to apartments this will be the first time that i'll be living in a house and it's my house unlimited hot water your showers are gonna be <laughs> no nah, nigga, that ain't unlimited because you gotta a, pay the bill i gotta pay the bill Better cut that shit in four minutes. But four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <Take> Twenty or less. <laughs> Water bill oh, high. Man. So that that that's been a big deal for me. Um, and I don't think I, probably nobody knew that, but I've never lived in a house. So um, getting awesome. this house was like a big deal for me because it's one, it's a it's a house, and I've never lived in one. And two, it's one that I've gotten. Right. Um, and I'm renting. I'm not buying, but it's still. An accomplishment for me and something that made because 20 listen 2019 was on some fuck shit okay i went through a lot of bullshit in 2019 so like it ended it's ending on a good note i feel like all of the fuck shit is ending in in, in, a, in a good place mm. uh so for me that that would probably be the best thing that happened this year was the new job and uh learning that i still am adaptable that i haven't gotten too stuck in my ways <laughs> I, it was close because again that month I was like god damn I don't know what yeah. I did just stay my ass while of it <laughs> well congratulations yeah congrats on that man yeah. that's was, that was good shit hey yeah. Shogun what about you uh, what, what's the best thing that happened to you this year I don't know if it's the best How? thing but it's the most valuable thing that I took away from this year my mom was diagnosed with cancer not trying to get any sympathy points but I learned the value of perspective and time and being appreciative of what you got and uh, that has reframed a lot of the, the way I think and look at things. So just being appreciative of what I have just is the most important thing I learned from this year. Hmm. After that, I'm going to turn up the bullshit. So. There you go. That's all good. <laughs> so yeah, y'all enjoy say. this sensitive yeah. version of him. It won't last long. That yeah. nigga's sensitive all the time. Mm. No, he ain't. I'm just like, yeah, I'll be, be capable for you, bro. I know. Like, well, my listen, boy. I actually, I got all you. of y'all are sensitive and don't realize it, but we ain't going to go there. I know. I'm sensitive. I don't care. I already know what I am. <laughs> you know, I like women to spit in my mouth, too, so it's fine. Okay. On point. <laughs> best thing that happened to you this year, Sorry, my friend. Follow that. I don't interpret a lot of things in terms of best thing. Oh, it's just things happen. <laughs> and some of them may be valuable, some of them. So Maybe what was not. valuable to you this year? Uh, <laughs> what was valuable to me from a business perspective, uh, my nonprofit was approved. Sweet. And so That's now good. we're trying to figure out what move we want to make. Got to get back on that. The nonprofit is called Hype. Yes. Helping young people. And the E is going to be whatever program we have. Yeah. So helping mm, young people education. engage, helping young people evolve, helping young people enrich. Empower. We empower. Yeah. Whatever we plan on having different programs in that situation. Uh, we need to get back. Mm. I had started one of the, uh, doing one of the programs and then life just was like, bitch, bye. So 
<laughs> that's one of the things I need to get back on. Um, Life was like bitch pie. It was. It was like girl, no, not right now. Um, but well, yeah, grant, getting grants written and stuff. I need to get back on that. That's good shit. There's something in 2019 that I started that has helped me with my self esteem tremendously, and I didn't know it was gonna do it before I started it, but. The first time I spewed out the words meat positivity, I had no idea that go. it was going to become such a strong, strong presence it in is my not. It is a strong That's how movements start. That's though. how it starts, like, brother. Like but avalanches it's not. start with the what first snowball. It's Don't really listen not. to the haters. Yeah. How you, you gotta listen me? to yourself. Right. How are you telling me, Red, what wasn't? It was amazing. Right. It was is, amazing. Yeah, you brother. know what? Let me just sit over here and be quiet. It was yeah. amazing. No, you said it, it, it directly. Is. And um, it's not just a confidence thing for you, it's for all men. Exactly. And all men who believe in meat positivity. That's exactly. it. As we all do. That's it. Not about meat. It's about me. It's about me. Just piggybacking on what Shogun said, it, it's about perspective. Yes. Red? Love, love me. Okay. Not my meat. Why can't we have new you perspective? You love both. To be honest, yeah. you know, right? A hundred percent. You're gonna absolutely have perspective and have <laughs> your little. Haters, honestly, haters. honestly, as a man, like you're supposed to be like the alpha male at all times. And what what if the guy has something that's not alpha male ish? Approved, you, know? <laughs> you know, now he's like, oh man, I'm, I'm self conscious about what I have. Yeah, this meat so hard. <laughs> Keep all this up. Yeah, this man, thank you. Yeah, get that. So, yeah. So now we have a actual slogan and a campaign that makes everybody feel appreciated, appreciative, you know, or, or appreciated. Yeah, there you go. It, there you go, brother. So, so I mean, Red, how do you suggest? I don't. I don't. Hey, man, have a conversation with other men about not being selfish, right? About mm-hmm. being considerate of the partners that they will. Mm. About identifying themselves as a whole person rather than right. just their member. Right. 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 This just, is wrong. Didn't say it was wrong. This would be us <laughs> condemning slut walk or something like that. If you it's not wrong, it. what is it? What is it that creates such backlash for it you? It doesn't recreate backlash. I said y'all could have your little movement. And oh, it's not petty little, black not, person. That's not like petty black person. <laughs> I don't give you have your little stuff. You sound it's like a right. It's just one of your little friends. Other little friends. Petty little black friends. person. Lord have he mercy. He my friend, but he ain't little. <laughs> <laughs> but well. no, I, I like the Me Positivity campaign. I, I, I'm I think it's amazing. I want, a, I want a shirt, some stickers, or whatever else comes. I want a fucking flag. <laughs> well, meat positivity yes. flag. I want a flag. Oh God! Now they're gonna go flag. Y'all can have the slut while we have meat positivity. Okay, first of all, I'm not I saying have you. I'm saying y'all as in women because I I have my own opinions about that. Oh wow! But you know, again, you have a little. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm happy that you came up with something like this. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. That's great. So I'm with it. That's lovely. I'm with it. What happened um, to you this year, Cole? Oh shit. Um. Wow. I I I got a new job, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I switched jobs. It was like, uh, nah, nigga. I'm grinding. I'm yeah. I'm trying. As soon as I get this overtime, there you go. I feel like James Evans. Like right. when I get this overtime, then I can be balling. So out. he ain't risk cold. I, I I heard. I just said it. I just said. But Rich it didn't Cole. stick. It didn't well, I'm not moving into a house hmm. with a new TV and furniture and shit. 
Nigga, you ain't got no furniture, my nigga. No, they almost the flow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting on, I'm, yeah, I'm about to start this OnlyFans and then. I know what that is. That, is oh, you know what that, that, that is. I know, I know. I know. Me positivity, yes. No. Um, I don't know. I got a, I got a, I got a, a new job. Um, you were unhappy where you were before. Yeah, I was gonna. It kick has my, changed I was your gonna, attitude. I was like, gonna kick my boss's ass, so yeah. that's good. Um, I think that I, I really, I, I, I think that me and my partner over here, Shogun, I, I, th- I like where our podcast is going. That's and, Oh well, I mean, I just—I mean, it can—it can fade into other okay. things. And we'll ask the other question. What's the other question? Yeah, and you can just start with it. Okay, so the next—is it the next question? Or how, maybe skip the the third one since you like how the podcast. Have, how have you skip improved? Skip to the third one. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are your podcasting goals for twenty twenty? Okay, so what are y'all podcasting to goals? bleed into the from the ask question? Yes. Um. Wow. Most definitely want to do more merch. We did merch this year, and it was people. People actually uh, was they supported it, and they was with it, and I thought that was cool. It was for the whole website and everybody's stuff. So, so I thought that was dope. Um, so we we plan on doing more merch. Um, hopefully, we can do this YouTube thing. We had a few put a we put a few videos out there, and we've gotten some really good feedback and some pretty good views. View numbers not bad, so hopefully we can do the the visuals uh, for our podcast uh, to be out there, so we can kind of get that going. Um, I want to take over the world, Craig. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, we want to take over the world, so that's my goal, man. Just more merch, more video. Um, I mean, bigger and better. Like our show is gonna be bigger and better than next year, like we always do. Are y'all a co-host? I guess. I mean, to tag in on this, were you done with yours? I don't want to just cut you. Don't tag in. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) To be honest with you, I think our podcast is one of the best podcasts out there. Not just because I'm on the show, but because we keep it engaging and it's always changing. Yeah. But what I want to change for the next year is not. The podcast is but me myself on the podcast. I think I do a pretty decent job conveying my message, but sometimes it's missing the target. So I'm trying my best to figure out a new way of repackaging what I'm saying. Most people are telling me, "Don't change shit. We got it. Yeah, it's it's perfect." I, I feel but like I it feel is. like we can we can. You're gonna get, get pushed back no better. matter what. Yeah, though. I mean, yeah. I'm I mean, it happens. About that. But uh, this year, I didn't really engage on social media. So next year, I'm, I plan on. Being more supportive that way. So there you go. We gonna grow. We will. We've talked about engaging on social media for we years. Have. We're and so we horrible don't, at it. Uh, we're just not good at it. <laughs> you know, we're professional counselors, and this podcast started off as a way for us to be unfiltered, let out whatever we wanted to. We have the conversations that we would have on Red's couch on on audio. And that's what the podcast started off for us. And so for for me, the podcast has pretty much been self-care. It's been a way for me because I'm an independent contracting counselor. I don't work like in an office. I don't work next to somebody where I can just we go on break together and we sit down. So everybody I talk to during my week, considering that I'm also not a super, super social person, are people that I talk to with ethical boundaries. So I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about current events. I'm not talking about news and politics. I'm trying to help them with whatever their struggle is. 
And so coming to do this podcast is a way for me to say whatever I want, however I want. And our struggle as a podcast has always been being more marketing more, being more vocal in public at the cost of the people in our professional lives finding yeah. out that we talk like this and it's have a, this kind of dialogue. It's a difficult dance yeah. to do. And or stifling our dialogue that is our self-care in order to be appropriate for the people out there in order for us to market more. Because the anonymity is why we can be as open and say, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you market it and everybody knows that we're connected to it, then it becomes, you know, we may not be wanting to be as open just because now we know that people that we professionally help. <laughs> and even at that point, even if we chose to stifle and throttle how we communicate, we're still facing that we got 216 old episodes where we weren't doing that, yeah. that people can now just go find anyway. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's ways we can deal with and manage that if we wanted to change. Like, we could put 216 episodes on a, another platform or a private and people can go get to them some kind of way Patreon. in a different way. But I don't know what We're I want to do. We're still trying to figure that out. We're still yeah. trying to figure it out. I have a lot of goals for 2020 for my individual self. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see where podcasting fits into that. I am really trying to be more intent on being in social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just really been lollygagging in 2019. Mm-hmm. I have not been active on Instagram. I've not been active on Facebook. I've not been active on dialogue and let people know what I think about mm-hmm. things and how I feel. And yeah. I'm really, I'm tired of subduing how I feel and how I think about stuff for the sake of professionalism. Yeah. And for the sake of it's difficult people not perceiving me in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and so I, I've got a lot of restructuring to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think when 2020 starts and I really dive into that, I'm going to get a better picture of what that looks like. And I guess y'all going to be on a journey with me for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- we'll see how the podcast grows from there. I think next year is going to be big because I feel like the council culture is going away. Not saying that you would say anything that's going to cause some people to come after you. But I feel like people are finally understanding that there's nuances to a lot of arguments and so if you have a disagreement i don't think people are going to come at you with pitchforks they're going to actually listen to what you have to say so i mean you you hear it all the time from your podcast you see all the, the tweets and the messages and the comments and the emails people usually agree with where you're coming from and then they actually listen to you it's as you explain what you're talking about they get it i don't think you're going to have a problem saying that on a much wider scale mm-hmm. when you go to social media yeah but um, that's part of my problem Mine is to be maybe a little bit more transparent. Uh, I feel like I am transparent because I feel like y'all know a whole lot of shit about my life. Um, But I feel like there's still maybe some things that um, I don't know that I'm and I mean that's again that is just kind of who I am as a person so that's not going to change a ton. Um, But just kind of trying to be a little bit more cognizant of conversations that I have and conversations that I take part in um, is something that I moving forward wanted to do. Like I said, I wasn't I wasn't offended by the whole, oh my God, you're yeah. talking about sex thing. It wasn't more, it was a, more of a surprise. What was you? That was just funny. What was I, I get what you're saying. It was yo. funny what you said. It was like I was like, oh my God. Like, like, that was, I mean, that's what it was. But like, but yeah, but I mean, we, it, 
you don't you just don't talk don't about it. People don't know you as well as we do, so they're yeah. Gonna you react just don't. A yeah, you just don't well, talk about again, it. Well, and again, that's why I wasn't offended. I was just very surprised oh. because I didn't realize that I was. Hey man, we kind of like recording. Oh, I, I would. I'm sorry. This nigga, <laughs> his chip. I was trying to put it to the side. My bad. Thank Rattling bags and shit. <laughs> well, I did it down here. Shit. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right children. <laughs> but I, it was just. <laughs> his roommate just really must have got tagged. No, nah, that was a good yeah. yeah. They did some good shit. Yeah. Oh. The last one was a bad one. <laughs> he, they just killed somebody just in the one. But yeah, it just it just made me realize how people might be being with me, and and I didn't realize it. Like I'm oblivious a lot to shit, so <laughs> mm. it was a way um, for me to just kind of get an idea about how people view me and. Now I know, now that I know that I can change the narrative the way that I want to, so you have the power. I have the power. That was good conversation. Uh, are we gonna do the other? Yeah. Uh, so another question that was presented to us was, how have you improved personally, and also as a podcaster? I will start with you, Shogun. Man, I think I already said how do I have improved personally. Uh. I'm trying to focus on listening more. So that's really what I'm trying to do. Why did you make that? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Anyway, no, it's funny. Uh, nah, uh, I, I put out a lot. So I'm trying to receive more. And so thank you for nodding your head. Uh, so now that, <laughs> that I know that I, I listen and I listen with a purpose. And so I think I've just internalized what people are saying the wrong way. Like over the Christmas break, I got not really an argument, but into a discussion with my brother. And I'm like, why don't you understand what I'm saying? We got into an argument. I'm going to say argument now. We got into an argument over Nick Cannon and Eminem. Like, this is the most pointless argument to ever get into. But I beat a dead horse because people don't see things from my perspective. And so I'm trying my best to step back and then look at it through their eyes, explain where I'm coming from, and then have a whole conversation over everything so that's what i'm trying to improve on it's been a process but i feel like i'm getting better as a podcaster i say i'm just gonna be more engaged hmm. good deal what about you mr on point what about me how have i improved personally, personally and also as a podcaster i don't know about as a podcaster <laughs> i feel like <laughs> i've been doing the same shit for three years it works uh this i don't I feel like I've been more intent about uh, finding stories and being accurate since we got a letter that indicated that sometimes we'd be wrong about some stuff. So I tried to be more intent on being right or just acknowledging that I may be wrong instead of saying stuff and just going with it like it's right. I do. I used to do that before I got that letter. I used to just be like, mm, "This the name, right?" Just, that's what I think it is, and that's what's going. So I've tried to be just more intentional about what I say and how I say in those moments. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty intentional about what I want to say and what I think most of the time. But you know, some moments show up. Uh, also, something that I don't let a lot of people in on is that I mean, I speak very confidently as if I fully believe everything I'm saying. A lot of times, the strength with which I have a dialogue is still a dialogue that's developing for me. It's still something that's growing. It's still something that I feel like I need to pick a side to know where 
I need to be pulled away from or what. And I think that because I think that brings out a a strong dialogue with another person. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to be more intentional about letting people know that, you know, I don't know where I am with this dialogue. Let this dialogue be how we bring it about. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll come up with something from it. Um, I want to see how that goes. I think, you know, a lot of times I've pulled so heavily in one direction when I, in my head, I'm just trying to figure out where I'm at that the other people don't know where in the world I'm at with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to try to, I'm trying to work on that. I'm right there with you. Um, personally, um, personally, I've, I've embarked on a relationship that is new to me. Um, and uh, it's a, a polyamorous relationship, which is consensual non-monogamy. And I'm growing in it in a whole bunch of different ways. Like the level of how well I thought I communicated before. Like this is the epitome of communicating about things that, you know, one, may be uncomfortable. And two, are completely challenged everything I've been conditioned to believe about relationships over the last 35 years. Hmm. Um, And I tell a story um, to my girlfriend about earlier in my life when I was in um, when I was in McDonald's working, being scoped out by a 23 year old that would take my virginity at some point. (laughs) (laughs) So I walk into work and the dudes in the back like I wish my girlfriend would ask me if a dude if she can go to the movie with a dude they were punching the machines and stuff like uh, being all macho <laughs> so we couldn't get no ice cream because it's like the side of the grill and stuff like let my girl ask me boom 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 you, you know what I'm saying you need to take that anger and make better burgers but Be shit. in that Damn. moment what I didn't know is that they knew that my girlfriend was going to ask me if she could go to the movies with me wow. that day on break. I didn't know that when they was having this conversation. I'm like, where this coming from? And I didn't know if they knew that I haven't been asked yet or, or they didn't care. But at that moment, I was 16. A girl asked me if she can go to the movies with another dude. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like that's always been in me, but what's been conditioned to me is you supposed to be with one person. And when you're with this one person, you're supposed to police them. When you're with this one person, you're supposed to monitor who they're around. You're supposed to monitor who they talk to. You're supposed to be their guard dog. You're supposed to be uncomfortable if they have certain conversations with other men. You're supposed to, you know, make sure you don't have these kind of conversations with women that, you know, might be deemed inappropriate. You know, all of those things that we're conditioned to to be and believe in a uh, monogamous relationship it, it, I'm trying to find out where my level of comfort is with just what I'm uncomfortable with in a relationship like that versus what I'm just conditioned to be uncomfortable with. Yeah. And so for my personal journey uh, this year has been about, I'm going to call it communicating in relationships yeah. because of that. Hmm. Is it? Oh, that's it. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's different. Yeah, but it'll be worth it though. You can do it. Red, how have you improved personally and also as a podcaster? She got the bag. 
I don't Secure know. Secure the a, bag. As a podcaster, I'm ignoring Secure y'all. Secure the bag. Um, because bread. again, like I mean, I just said, we kind of do the same thing. Like I said, I think that um, at the end of the year here, I'm you know realizing maybe I need to start being a little bit more open about certain things. So I guess that will be what I would say for that. Um, and personally, um, I think that this new job has made me be a lot more and I won't say a lot more because I already was compassionate but um, where I work at now I, you know I, these are kids that have really severe mental illness and seeing the parents that they come from and I already saw this at my old job but this is just on another level of you know Christmas time came and there were a lot of parents that left their kids mm. at this facility what? Yeah, there were kids that I bought. Um, I bought a Christmas present for one of the kids actually because he wasn't gonna get anything, and I felt bad for him. It mm. was books, secondhand books, because that's what he wanted. All he wanted were books. He that's likes dope. um. That's dope. What is what is his name? Douglas. He writes like military books. Nah, he like Tom Clancy. Yes. Yeah. Tom Clancy. He just wanted Tom Clancy books and some hot fries. <laughs> That sounds that's, like a great ass. That sounds. Day, to that sounds like that sounds <laughs> my typical Saturday night. Right. right? So yeah. you know that's all he wanted, and uh, so just seeing. Dang man. That. There and I always know that behavior serves a purpose, and I know that you know when you look at people's lives and you see what they're doing, you don't know what brought them to that point. Right. Um. And working here has just driven that more home for me, just because some of these parents like don't need to have kids but there's no instructions on how to there be isn't but and there's there's certain shit you should just know not to do though yeah but not everybody you know i know that um but the sad part is is this is how family cycles are created you have parents that don't know what the fuck to do that raise kids that don't know what the fuck to do who then start raising kids that don't know what the fuck to do and so you have these generations and that's why you here to break the bullshit cycle. well and i mean i don't do what i can <laughs> um but it takes more than me. It takes more than a facility. It take you know. It takes a lot, especially when a kid has been through some of the stuff that these kids have been through. You hear the stories of, you know, little girls that have been molested by their dads and brothers. We had a little. Oh my God, I don't even. Yeah, please don't. Um, you know, mm. but I think it has made me. And again, I always have because of what I do looked at. Okay, there has to be a reason why this person behaves the way that they do. Mm. Um it has allowed me to see that a lot more and i and i feel like anytime i these situations happen it improves me in my personal life because i'm a lot less judgmental of people uh, i still get you to fuck together yeah, okay do say. not misunderstand all right i'll get you all the way to fuck together if you're doing mm. some bullshit mm. but i'm gonna be a lot more understanding of the why or where it's coming from um, and realize that you're not just being a dick, maybe, and then there's something behind it. But I will still get you the fuck together. Then say that my compassion means I'm gonna let shit ride because that ain't who I am. Right. <laughs> At right. all. Wow, that got. Uh, That's what we like about you, though. That got, that that got real. That. that got real, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Always does with me. Goes from zero to hundred. Back that. down to zero. Jesus. Nah. <laughs> that nah, you don't be coasting on zero, nigga. I, I coast on zero. Well, who was he that? mentioned Cardi B and you was on fifty already. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, nah. I'm always ready. Right. Oh my god. I stay ready. Yep. <laughs> Terrible. 
Oh. Personally, podcast. Oh, uh, how have I improved? I think your confidence level me, has jumped this year. <laughs> yeah, I, sure. I can say that. I've seen it. No, I have too. When you see it happen, you have been more confident. Oh, thank you. This okay. whole entire year, dog. Like you was not to the level where you wanted to talk to different people, and I've seen you being more outgoing. Oh, I'm always outgoing. Yeah, I, I have to. It's my business. <laughs> That's the part yeah, of the I'm business. Not part. To put all your information I know, out I know, here. I know you're, what you're saying. You're not outgoing, but, uh, and, and there's ways in which you're not outgoing. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, uh, I, I guess I took a couple leaps of faith as far as. Uh, as far as my website and the podcast was actually just trying to get some merch out there and trying to see how that worked. And then I guess on a personal level, um, I guess doing this new job, cause I really didn't have to, um, I could have just stayed where I was and just kick my boss's ass. But instead I, I just decided to, um, to get out there. I had, a, I had a, you wouldn't do well I, in prison. Huh? You wouldn't do well. I got too many cousins in prison. I got too many cousins. I got his boss's ass. I'm just saying. I got too many cousins in jail. I can. I think I can coast I, for a little while. Okay. Now they give I me. So. They give me five years. Let's now. not find out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I, I took two. I took two leaps of faith, and they both kind of worked out. So that that was really, that was really cool. Um, that was really cool. And as, as far as like a podcaster, I, I actually feel like I, I feel like this is probably my best podcasting year ever. <laughs> like I'm I think I think that I think that um, as far as like my end of the podcast, I think what I bring to the table. No, no, I'm, I'm no, just no, saying. You're yeah. talking about you. I'm you're saying like to. I feel like I compliment you better. If that makes sense, that's you get because what I'm you're saying? in a different head. That's what we were saying about you being in a different headspace, though. So I feel like you know what I'm saying. You 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 throw the oops, and I catch them more. Yeah. If I throw the behind the back pass, you shoot that three. I got a question for y'all. This was posed to, to us between the two of us. Who's the most, <laughs> who's the most rational between the two of us? Cole. See, oh. told you. Who's the most radical between the two of us? You. Damn it. All right. Right. And she she, she ain't even read the letter. <laughs> I don't have to. I know you think That's funny. So um, it's not okay. Let me because I don't want to. It's not that you're not rational. You have not discovered the ability to be able to leave something on the table and walk away from it. That somebody could have a different opinion and that it's not going to change just because you fully explain your side. Mm. You've not learned to do that. And so it comes across sometimes as you being irrational because it's like, it's fine, just let it go. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I think that's a lot of what it is, is that you, I, I can agree to disagree. Like, I can listen to your point. I can see where you're coming from. I can still disagree and walk away from it. You want to continue until they get it and, like, they agree with you. Right. And, like, you can't, sometimes that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It is. Is, is, that the, is that the same thing you described with your brother's situation? Yeah. You beat the dead horse? Exactly yes. So. <laughs> and I've seen it. I've seen you not be able to walk away, even though it's very obvious that you feel how you feel. This person feel how they feel. It ain't gonna change. You still like, but what I'm saying makes sense though, and what I'm saying is right, and you should understand it. And so I think that's what it is. I don't think you come across. I wouldn't say irrational. I just think that you haven't discovered the art of agreeing to disagree, truly agreeing mm -hmm. to disagree. And I don't. I, I won't go. I won't go that deep. With my my explanation of it, for you, mine is 
I think you come off that way sometimes because it's in your you need to present all the possibilities. Like you need to present all the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Opposed some people, some of us look and we be like, no, this evidence. Yes. And you be like, wait, it's other evidence that exists. Yeah. And so when you talk about this evidence all the way over here, it make you seem like you're advocating for that role sometimes when you're just presenting other evidence that challenges some viral evidence. Yeah. And that's why I be telling you that perspective is necessary, but it comes with the risk of being perceived <laughs> right. as taking this side. Right, mm. right. And that's the same thing I'm talking about too, mm. because I'm running the risk of being perceived as taking these sides side. yeah. when I'm not letting people know I'm still growing in this dialogue. Mm. I really don't know where I am. Now, now when I say that, you know that I'm just presenting all this different stuff to try to figure out where I land and, on. And that's dialogue. part of the difficulties of being a podcaster because we talk about stuff at the moment that it happens. Like most listeners have the <laughs> privilege of sitting back and seeing the story develop over time oh, yeah. so their opinions are going to change as shit happens like we come off with these hot takes straight off the cuff and it's like we might be right we might be wrong but this is how it feels or this is how it's happening at the moment mm-hmm. but i agree with what y'all saying not arguing <laughs> <laughs> step one look at you yeah I've been this way the whole Somebody time. Somebody give this man a chip. I've been this way the whole <laughs> give him, time. Give him his chip. All right. Already, give him his chip. There you go. But yeah, irrational, I, I wouldn't say. Okay. I think that for somebody that doesn't know you and that doesn't see you in social settings, because the podcast is very one-sided. Y'all are talking to an audience that doesn't talk back. I've seen you have dialogue conversations back and forth. Yeah. And so I get to see the whole picture of it. Um, so I wouldn't say irrational. Like I said, I just think that you haven't discovered how to walk away. Walk away sometimes because it, you know, sometimes it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can still feel that way, and I can still feel how I feel, and we just disagree to disagree. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> well, he not. was somebody get him killed. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, if we're gonna talk about this too, oh for fuck's sake, we're gonna get it. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. So, Go ahead. so apparently on this list of things, right. we have a new meat campaign. We, no, we have a new and meat campaign. I'm excited. I'm not. I'm, we have a new. I'm meat excited campaign. about this. Uh, 2019 was the year of meat positivity, which is going to be an umbrella for a number of terms that uh, is are going to take shape in 2019 or 2020. The first one of those is meat exclusivity. Oh, meat exclusivity. <laughs> what you talking about? Meat exclusivity in the relationship is going to be about men being faithful to their partners. Uh, if you're not in a relationship. Meat exclusivity is going to be about uh, treating your meat right. The relationship that a man <laughs> has with his meat. That. Look, <laughs> look, treat your meat right. There's a lot of things we can do that that make our meat wrong. We can be out hitting raw. We can be hitting one chick in the morning and one chick at night. Ain't doing all that. These things are healthy for your meat. All right, doing all that, brother. They're yes. not healthy. That's how I knew about no, no, black. This is some stuff people need to hear. Manscape a little bit. Get some shaves going. You know what I'm saying? Build a relationship with your meat. Manscaping is important. Some of y'all. Uh, Manscaping yeah, is important. Right. I'm telling you. Y'all like know that way. hair hold odors in it. Can't y'all didn't know that. that. Werewolf. Hell who? Oh, yeah. Otis. That hair holds odors. Oh, I said Otis. Who is that nigga? I ain't no, heard him holds bro. odors, man. Oh. You gotta get. You gotta. You gotta chop that strawberry off every now and then. Okay. Let that shit grow back up. Okay, that's all good. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It's so, a perfect place to put in one of those bevel commercials or something. 
<laughs> Meet Exclusivity, man. That's the new one. Shout out to Colin for the collaboration on that. He's gonna be joining us to have some conversations. Nice. About I've shaved balls before. You've shaved you balls. Should, was that a fetish? Wait, wait, wait. You should definitely tell that story on this podcast, but just not today. That's amazing. <laughs> that that is great. I appreciate that input. That a fetish thing? No. Oh. Uh. Some people have a uh, shave. Like you don't fetish. work in a hospital, so that's going to be Now, I'm going to tell you, story. I would not leave that up to. That would be so terrifying. For somebody else to shave them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. That's oh, why yeah, I want yeah. her to tell her story. <laughs> just not today. <laughs> nick, not about to nick my balls. That's what I'm saying. You know, know how somebody how I cared about, I'm not going to nick his so. balls. Shit, you got a razor in his dick in your hand. He shit. trusted it's me, It's the color purple all I over again. I didn't have one of those kind of like fucking things. Master wanted shaved. I cut myself with a fucking razor with the guard. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck are you trying to go low? Hey. Are you? <laughs> you trying to get that fade in? Scorch the earth. <laughs> I don't think I nicked his balls. It went. It went okay. You said nicked. Trying yeah. to make sure his okay. fade was straight. What did you think I said? Nah. Just nicked his balls. Nah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Anyway, you definitely did what he thought you said at some point. Right. I don't Listen, know. Let's change the N to an L. Right? Oh, for God! <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was slow on that one. Okay. I can't wait. Twenty 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 one is gonna be That's meat gonna supremacy. Be <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> meat supremacy. We gonna be th- if everything goes oh, right. That could be taken wrong. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that. Technically, our society is meat supremacy. Already meat supremacy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that sounds like oppression. <laughs> we already got that. Oh my gosh. Those are pretty good questions, guys. Yeah. So from here on out throughout for the rest of the podcast, uh Shogun and Mr. On Point was nice enough to bring up some uh wonderful things that happened throughout the year. Because so, me and Cole were unprepared. Yeah, I I said fuck <laughs> it. I was like, I'm drunk. I ain't got time for this fucking shit. Fucking moving and doing shit, so I, I think didn't know it's we were recording. And I got yesterday. on call. I, think I was you, on call yesterday. I'm on call this weekend. I, I think to work. I think you because your rich uh, habits now don't allow you to do those types of things. What rich habits would those be? I don't know. You probably laying your well, bed of diamonds. Speaking of rich habits, this sounds like a perfect time for a <laughs> Good segue. segue. <laughs> uh, this year we started out with a lot of early Democrat candidates talking about ways to get the black vote. One of those ways was bringing the conversation of reparations back up. That shit done slowed down, hadn't it? It disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> How do y'all feel about this conversation and what happened to it throughout oh, the years? Shit. We talked about Niggas don't count no more. About yeah. how reparations didn't need to be money. monetary. Yeah. yeah. I think the people who supposed to be talking about reparations are still talking about reparations. Like... Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates mm-hmm. He got a whole book about reparations mm-hmm. He still talk about it in interviews Like there are people who are talking about how to do this And I think I mean some states have actually Formed committees Dedicated to figuring out What reparations would look like if it could We had a story uh, I think it was Minnesota I don't forget what state it was But it was a place that actually was taking uh, They was taking They was taxing weed their marijuana yeah. and mm-hmm. actually using it to give to people who um don't aren't able to buy houses and, and to build their community up and stuff like that i mean there's that, people coming up with ways to do this shit but that's they're like they're gonna give that money to the people and they're gonna go back and buy weed you know like i'm mm-hmm. really i'm skeptical about that's why i'm skeptical about money being the thing that you give to people because yeah. then 
you don't know if the people who created the plan genuinely said we're going to help conditions of these people or we're going to give these people something to give back to us right so Gucci, that we Gucci, can Gucci, give Gucci, these Gucci. taxes but we, we making us yeah. a loop and so i don't know and that's the way i look at it too i think they already have the end goal set that they won't they know what we're going to do with this money because we don't have any black banks so we're going to take it right back to them so do y'all think the conversation in reparations is going to pick back up as soon because 20 i mean it's it's election year once trump gets out of the office i believe it will because they're going to need something else like that's what they talk about when they need the black vote but is that going to change the way is that going to change the way you guys are going to vote though yes <laughs> Really? Like, if somebody talking good reparation talk, that's gonna change the way you vote. Yes, you were earlier this year. You were supportive of Andrew Yang just because he was thinking about you know. I support of Andrew Yang because he thinks outside the box. I like his ideas. Yeah, his his ideas are like really cool, and he's trying to future proof shit. You get but what I'm saying? But he's also trying to give you a thousand dollars a month. Too, yeah, right? but any anybody who can talk about trying to um, so, he, the, the guy who he's he's looking at. Automation's taking up, take us losing jobs and stuff like that, and, and like I'm trying to figure out a way for you guys to actually still be able to to live. That makes sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at how things are going, like with McDonald's, with Amazon, with all of these different companies actually taking new jobs away from people. I mean, we gotta have something. Gotta get some kind of income. So, I I think Andrew Yang has a good good point on on some of the stuff that he's talking about. Andrew Yang comes off at the moment as like a one-trick pony uh, as it pertains to all he has is automation. He have a really good answer for automation. He have a really good answer for Amazon and Netflix paying their fair share and what we can do with it. But he have little to no answer for everything else that's being asked on the whole debate stage right. as far as everything else goes. And this is the same thing that happened with Trump. He had no answers for anything, and so it was unpredictable when he got in the office. I don't think Andrew Yang would be as unpredictable, but right now, we as a Democratic Party, I think, need some answers. Now, I want $1,000 a month. <laughs> so I ain't going to. I mean, he just moved up to number four above Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. You know? Pete's out, man. He he his yeah. he been slipping up in his campaign. Yeah. Oh, Mayor and, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Mayor Pete. And I don't know. I Andrew like Yang campaign been grinding. Like he just partnered with Childish Gambino mm-hmm. for that merch. And I'm like, man, like he's they campaign is very they own it. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't think I don't think reparations is gonna be what get the black vote because it's never been what got the black vote before ever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the black vote have been gotten by the Democratic Party consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think reparations is going to be what has to be there. But I think that we are becoming so. I think we're becoming so intent on them telling us what they're going to do for us that we shaking them all out. And that's that's going to be a problem. Like Hmm. the problem with the Republican Party is they accept them to anybody for anything. The problem with the Democratic Party is we don't accept nobody for shit. Right. Mm. And so you that's how be a gay woman that's black. <laughs> a gay woman that's black. That's, that's kind of what they want. They they want to check off all the boxes. Damn. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's what they want in a candidate. I think that's just what the candidate need to start being able to cater towards some groups. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, the president of America don't work like that. You got to right. find that shit in local politics. Yeah. Federal shit still don't trump local laws. Mm-hmm. So we need to be looking at what we think 
big shit can be done. Mm-hmm. We really need to be looking at what we think our leader will in- impact foreign policy and American perception. Donald Trump has fucked up American perception. Who on that stage will enhance American perception and grow our foreign policy after Donald Trump done fucked it up? How he gonna grow these relationships? Do y'all know the last thing just happened? Donald Trump, uh, in the Canadian version of Home Alone 2, Donald Trump's seven-second cameo was cut out of it. Hmm. I mean, that's, that's come on. It's the, and it's the he, Canadian. He blamed Canada. Justin Trudeau. But they cut that out in 2014. Mm-hmm. They cut out a bunch of scenes out of the movie to make it less than two hours hmm. for for a TV there. But they taking this moment to blame that Canada like Canada don't do shit to nobody. Why are we creating enemies? This I've been saying that all year about Russia, but that's a whole nother conversation. I mean, is Russia always been an enemy to everybody? That's where this Ukrainian shit come from. Russia has told Trump that Ukraine probably did some of this stuff, and mm-hmm. Trump ate it up you know because hmm. to me in my head Trump is desperately seeking approval from a person that he probably see as powerful as his father and he ain't never gonna get it but that's why you he responded to all of these huh you talking about Vladimir every every powerful dictator hmm. he tried to be friends with all of them <laughs> fucking Kim Jong-un Vladimir Putin the motherfucker over in Venezuela killing everybody. <laughs> he said the motherfucking Venezuela. I know he's really killing everybody. No, I'm just saying he just he just I said mean, the Donald motherfucker. Donald Trump is friend trying to be friends with all these hardcore motherfuckers, and it don't make sense. The only thing that makes sense is he looking for a, a father figure type dude to yeah. to approach to get approval from. Yeah, my yeah. perspective on that is completely different. I, I look at it like, why wouldn't you want to be friends with you know dictators? Like, well, we don't want to start a war. Well, it's not that you don't want to be friends with dictators, but you can't give dictators in the position that America is in, which is why nobody has ever granted Kim Jong Un a meeting until Trump. Mm-hmm. Is because you don't want to validate the bullshit they doing if they doing bullshit. Mm. Putin, mm-hmm. um, Kim Jong Un, Venezuela motherfucker, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I can't have agree. all been doing bullshit. Du- Dutier, Duarte. Yeah, Duarte, I think. Either way, they so you don't want to validate that. No, you don't want to create an enemy with them, but you can't create a friend with somebody that's doing bullshit or like the kid in the classroom that's that eat glue and just stare at people all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't gotta go sit next to him to be his friend. You know what I'm saying? When but shoot up you, 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 you want to be his friend, guy. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you don't want to be his enemy, goddamn. Right. But you don't have to be his friend. I see, I see what you're saying. You really can just let him sit over there on that island by himself and be like, we're not going to acknowledge him. We're not right. going to fuck with him. But what Trump has done, Trump done went over there and said, hey, nobody else understands you. Right. But I do. And, but Trump don't know what the fuck that means. That motherfucker might Christmas. poke you six times. But he just, they just threatened us again about a Christmas Day surprise. And so yeah. it turned out to be nothing. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So it's like, when we're looking at politicians... I really feel like we need to be separating the local and the federal. Mm. But I think what the what the federal does is it steamrolls down into what emboldens and empowers the local politics. We see that with Trump. Right. When Trump got in the Republican, it does steamroll down to all these judges. It does steamroll down to all these local politicians and how they message come across. You know, if if it was Hillary Clinton instead of Trump, it would have been bolded a lot more blue legislation than red legislation. Mm-hmm. It would have been bolded a lot more blue judges than, than whatnot. Um, but 
And one thing that Trump is doing that the right love is that he's stacking these courts. You know? But but that being said, it's all went So we used up our allotment of Trump talk for the day. Yeah, we yeah. used up our allotment of Trump talk. <laughs> yes. As far as reparations, I think that I think the reason that the dialogue is coming back out is because we are tired of dealing with the shit that's been dealt with. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing that every single year and every single month that we keep going. Black folks ain't having this overt disrespect no more. Black folks are not willing to put up with shit that's been going on. And this conversation is going on in homes. It's like, we've been treated like shit. Ain't nobody saying I'm sorry. Ain't nobody done nothing about it. Mm -hmm. It's probably time for something to be done. You Hmm. know what? That brings up a really good point. It's time for Jesse Smollett to say he's sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all remember Jesse? From earlier this year. How can we not? How can we not? It's juicy. Juicy. He got he got a bunch of clones now. (laughs) Oh man. He started a movement. (sighs) He did start a movement. All these people are doing this shit. They're talking about they they cut my dreads. They cut my dreads. I am still. (sighs) They cut my dreads off. You know who the original (laughs) Jesse is? Who? The boy that cried wolf. Rachel Dolezal. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What y'all talking about? (laughs) She did some good. She did some good, yeah, but she she just ain't do role. nothing, nothing good, nothing positive. She yes, still be right. doing good if her parents has, had. Yo, her parents her. fucked it up. If her parents had out of her, people still be working around thinking she, she was, nigga. That, her parents was like, "Why don't you like your white privilege? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, hey, girl? We work, white skin. we work, we work hard for this. <laughs> you don't no, even want to. Our slaves like, work hard. For this. Like I understood, Rachel though. Jesse. If I was white, I feel the same way. <laughs> like if if I if I woke up white tomorrow, I feel bad for being white. I'd be mad. Wow. I'd be mad I too. I'd be like, hey, nigga. I'd be like, no, they gonna think I'm one of them. <laughs> Can't do this. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I'm, I'm like, white. Oh my god, black Fuck people. All of y'all. I'm white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you be alright. Why would I white. care? Why would I care about your existence? I'm white. My life is. Perfect. That's so rude. Mm. That is the truth. <laughs> I, done lost, I done lost my taste. I like I, I, I can't no, season. season I can't season, season, season no more. Oh, season you don't need to season shit or wash it. That's racist. All right. Wow. So Jesse Smollett. Wow. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, that did start a, a snowstorm of bullshit. People like the one here recently. The girl with the dreads. The, no, the other girl who got took in the and she, oh. she was taken, but then she wasn't because it was a boyfriend. She didn't want to leave because she, her boyfriend. Oh, that was in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and what that one really pissed me off too. Both of those, the girl with the dress and this girl, pissed me off because these things really are happening. And when you have bullshit that happens, and you have people that do shit like that, then the people who already think that the bullshit that's happening is not happening. Mm pulls on to that and says well she lied she wouldn't she ain't got kicked out she yeah but that ain't be happening jesse 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 is still holding on to the fact that he said that this happened he kissed my ass he did that i think i think chicago still riding to the wheels fall i think they're suing each other now if i'm not mistaken they're just gonna ride it to the wheels fall off but until they settle what yeah so somebody said what it did like i said like the little girl with the dreads people our hair gets politicized like they make laws and shit behind you know rules in the school and shit this shit actually happens and then when we talk about this and say that this shit happened you had this little heifer pretending 
that niggas cut her hair and they didn't. And again, they for the held people, her, they held her down and, held, and held her down. I got all held down. Attention. It just pisses me I got me held out. down and they cut again, it again, these things actually do happen and it makes it harder for the victims of things that actually happen. It's the same thing with rape. You know how many people, like the percentage of, of women that lie about rape against the women that actually get raped, but because people have this idea about rape every time a woman lies you fuck it up for people who act because it's already hard to get people to believe you it's already hard to get police to take you seriously it's already hard for you to not get victim shamed and people to be like well why were you over there and why did why you had that on and why was you blah 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 you already had that shit so when you have bitches that lie it just makes it harder that infuriates me if that was my kid i would have beat the fuck out of her i would have been in jail Cause you didn't came home and got me ready to go whoop some white folks ass. <laughs> okay, I done got went up to this school and showed my whole behind because it would have happened. I would have went you up to been the that, school. You would have been like that lady who cussed out her little nine year old. I, I wouldn't have cussed. No, no, no. I would have been cussing the school out there. I'm way. just saying, you know, she went up there. That was. Horrible. I would have showed my ass, and then to find out that you lied, yeah. I'm gonna fuck you all the way up. I would hope my kids would know by the time, like. My mom is crazy. I probably shouldn't do this. I think you're going to set boundaries with your kids. But yeah. unfortunately, attention is the biggest drug out right now. That's right. Social yeah. media is like, I got to get likes and I got to be seen. Right. And I want people. Nobody likes me. Nobody wants Nobody wants to hang out with me. So The that's. kidnapping thing, really. Because like, here lately, that shit has been. Women have not had a good 2019. No, women have not. Okay. Now, I had a good 20. Better, I had a good 2018. Just having a hard time 2019 has not been kind we done had all of these disappearances people getting killed yeah i mean we had cupcake here kid we it had just a tatiana jefferson we had killed. the other young lady out of homewood um god anaya blanchard yeah 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 i mean that shit was sad you got the police killing you in your own fucking house money and let me just i want to again <laughs> bring that story up because this before this year my opinion about the police has has been changing over time considering all the shooters and stuff that happened but before this year i feel like this year was the year where i'm really like i'm not even gonna call the police like it doesn't cross my mind to do that because I feel like they're going to make shit worse. Who you gonna call and me? I hate to feel that way. Not you, because you already made a whole big-ass deal about me saying you that. You check like, on my black I, ass. What am I going to do if you're getting robbed and I come bust up in the house? What am I going to do? Say, be a distraction or something. We're going to both shit. die. Throw a fucking coin or some shit. Are y'all familiar with the meme with the dog in the science lab? It's fine. Everything's Everything fine. fine. It's, it's fine. burning. Yeah. No, not that one. That's a different one. It's just a dog. Hold on, let me see. Let me search it. While you're searching it, um, that incident that I had where somebody knocked at my door and I didn't know who it was and and, fig- and found out later that it was the goddamn police and that they didn't announce themselves and that they had me in my apartment scared that there was some fucking crazy person outside of my goddamn door. Like I that fucked with me. Yeah. Like heavy because all they had to do was say Hoover PD right. probably still wouldn't open the door but I wouldn't have been afraid that I don't know who this is knocking on my goddamn door I probably still wouldn't open the door though just yeah. to be because here's the thing what I feel like could have potentially happened because of what happened in Texas 
if they were looking for my neighbor, I don't even know his name, my downstairs neighbor. So if they had came in and were like, we we got a call about Joe and we know he's in here, and I'm like, who the fuck is Joe? Like you that know who Joe is, exactly. woman. Exactly. Like, Get on the ground and spread them. <laughs> <laughs> like it could have went bad. Um, and so my my concept of police just this year is. It's not Shit, so, my concept of police was like that in 2018 so, and all the years before that. This meme has a dog in the science lab with goggles on and it says I have no idea what I'm doing. This is how I feel about police right now. <laughs> like this is how I feel that their job is going. I feel like <laughs> they give you a suit and a badge and a gun and you're dressed apart but you are no closer to being able to detect a real threat versus a perceived threat. Mm-hmm. You are no closer to being able to determine what is a good shoot versus what is a bad shoot. You are no closer to actually portraying what justice is. We we had a story that Shogun brought to our show about a cop in a training who killed a librarian. Like, yeah. shot this librarian in, during the training. And they were supposed to be using blanks, but somebody loaded the gun with live rounds. And he shot her and six he- times. Six Jesus times. Christ. Why was this he shooting? This was a the shoot or not shoot scenario where she was supposed to be getting robbed. Yeah, and he she her. was getting robbed. She was getting robbed, and she got shot. I believe if I'm remembering the story right, what the that's fuck? what happened. Yeah, he shot her six times. Yeah, six times in a training class. So, and what 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 frustrates me is that there are people. I'm not gonna just say they're all white people. A lot of white people and a couple of black people, but a lot of white people <laughs> act like they don't understand black people's fear of the police. Like it's a legitimate because the same people, way they walk across the street not to cut you off, but the same way they walk across the street is the same way we feel about police. Like we see cops, we want to go the opposite yeah. direction. When they see us, they want to go some other way. They're always like, "Well, if you just do what the police people do, we don't get they, a chance." Pe- I'm or, dead. What, I'm on the ground bleeding. The lady's name in Texas. Atatiana. Atatiana. Atatiana was in her own house, minding her goddamn business, and they shot in the house because they out creeping around with instead of announcing themselves and doing the actual fucking welfare check. So like, it ain't even about doing what they say. There wasn't even a command. They just shot her ass in her house. Why is the police creeping around? That's what they did. I don't know. Like, why are they tiptoeing? <laughs> like, what My is that about? My downstairs neighbor said he was standing outside because he knew his girlfriend had called the police. They parked down from our building, got out of the car, had their flashlight creeping around. You the goddamn police. Not yourself. Why are you like a burglar? Cre-? And like I said, they knocked on my door and I creeping saw the flashlight come on. Mm-hmm. Which again, creeping me out because I don't know what the fuck is going on. I have no idea. <laughs> And again, I didn't call Shogun because Shogun would have came over. <laughs> got shot and killed. <laughs> so I didn't call I him. I appreciate you thinking about my will. I figured that that's what would happen, so I didn't call you. <laughs> but Jesus, you don't. It don't even. It ain't even about doing what they ask you to do because sometimes there isn't a command that isn't being followed. And the fact of the matter is, white people don't do what they say all the goddamn time. And they live to talk about it. And that's they, the. Now I'm the not gonna put most, my gun down. That's <laughs> the most frustrating what? part. Is like, how are you able to discern between these two threats and not threat? Mm. Like somehow they're able to grab that taser every time. Mm-hmm. Us, they get the gun. So it, it does seem like it's a little racist, but you know. Are you guys surprised that this is not something that that a lot of the candidates running for president is not talking about? Why would I don't they even talk about this. 
this is on a wide scale. This is such a minute thing. But I mean, it's got to be pretty important because it's a lot of black people that got kids. But what? So that's but they talking about reparations. But that's something that isn't going to. It's not going to get you votes. It'll get. I mean, black people might have been okay with it, but it's that's going to be a very polarizing conversation to have because the white people, you don't support the police. Right. You don't back the blue. We don't want oh, a candidate no. that That's don't gonna back, be 2020. The blue. back the blue. <laughs> I mean, you, you remember it. when the police were getting shot and they used that drone to kill the dude? Yeah. And they was like, you don't care about the police here? Like, come on, dude. Like, no. We care about cops. We just care about cops doing their job the right way. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they are failing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, I hate that feel. And like, when I called my mom, she was like, why didn't you call the police? Never crossed my mind to do that. It didn't. Because I just I, I don't know that they're going to make a situation better. And I don't know that when they get there that I'm not going to be treated like I did something wrong. Right. And I, don't, I mean, I don't want to make a bad situation worse. And I feel like cops can do that. As far as political platforms go, our candidates right now for the Democratic Party, they can't, they're not, they're not trying to what am I trying to say? They ain't fighting against American ideals. They fight against Trump's dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go too far away from Trump's dialogue right now. Mm-hmm. So if Trump is saying, hey, police officers, when you get them, hit their head on the door and then toss them in, <laughs> you can't come out it's a real saying... Case. Yeah, he said that shit at a rally. You, he did. You, uh, they can't come out saying, hey, uh, police, we need to change your job up. They, they can't do that right now. They are trying to... They're trying to get the centers. <laughs> they're trying to get the people in the middle. Mm. This is what Democrats are trying to do. This is why a lot of they shit. This is why they veer away from reparations. This is why they veer away from police talk. This is why they're veering away really from any of that cultural shit. They veering away from LGBT. They veering away from all of that shit. They just talking. They just talking real normal mm. because they have to have a rhetoric or a dialogue that people gonna won't look at Trump and say, "Oh, that's I don't want that." Mm. The centers. So I, I don't. That's why that's not out there to me. Trump hmm. has really thrown off this whole dynamic of how we having a conversation about America in America. He done took this shit so far away. I mean, this American nationalism stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, I get it. But that ain't how our existence in the world had ever worked. Right. You know, Trump thinks that America can be an island fully self-sufficient and don't need anything or anybody. The problem with that is Trump has chosen who he believes is the nobodies and who he believes is the somebodies. And that don't match with American interests. Having a relationship with Russia don't match with American interests. Mm-hmm. Cutting off our relationship with the Kurds don't match American interests. Yeah. And so it, we got a different dialogue. So I, I'm just, that's why I'm looking at the debates. That's yeah. why I'm like, what they finna say now? Because I don't fucking know. Hmm. What else? Come on. Right, Let's see. Throw, 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 I want to talk about Hyman Gate. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Talk about T.I. said that he was going to the gynecologist to check on Hyman. Then he went on the red table talking, kind of dialed it back a little bit and was like, I ain't go every time. And I wasn't even going to respond. They told me not to respond. They said, leave it alone. And then it got this big. And then my daughter told me to respond, even though that same daughter was following people and liking comments when they were roasting T.I. about it, you know, 
He's huh. like, she's 18. I don't go now. I, be, you know, so he you was should kinda... never have been going in the first place for that purpose. If you were just going like you go with her to any doctor's appointment, just being a parent because you have to have a parent there with you, cool. But going to specifically find out if she's fucking is not okay. It's creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple, I know uh, another rapper like Rod Digger came out and said she did, she used to do the same thing with her daughter. And I think a couple other people kind of threw their two cents in and said they did the same thing. It's not I'm okay. Like, I'm no. like, eventually she got to fuck somebody. What? But <laughs> it's like, it's going to happen. Nobody you wanted to or not. Here's what my issue is with that. You going to the doctor to find out if she's fucking is not very proactive on your part. Because at right. that point it's that's too late. I'm, she fucking. That's where I'm looking at. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you, you worry and you find out that she been fucking, nigga. What you gonna do now? Like, can't take it back. You can't take it back. <laughs> can't take it back. Staple it back together. Instead of having yeah. honest conversations Put with some your kids about sex, it. and, and it's fucking Ti. Do we expect anything better? No, no. he's a piece of well, shit. Why are people expecting more from Ti? Because he has a podcast, Negro. Everybody has a podcast. How dare you? How dare you do this shit? Comes out every Thursday. No, I don't expect anything better from Ti. It's unfortunate that he's such an influential person. I'm cutting on influential. Yes, people oh, listen who? to this bullshit. Oh yeah, people and do. people follow Him? this bullshit. But unfortunately, he's not thinking this all the way through. If you just listen to Ti for five minutes, you know this nigga's full of shit. My issue wasn't even with him. Because I do, I don't expect better from his fucking Ti. Uh-huh. My issue with was with the people, the the women who were like. I don't understand why y'all are getting so upset about that's this. That's because they want some T.I. That pie. That shit right there. Right. They want some of that T.I. pie right there. Oh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure some of them. Some fucked them, me up. I was I think he done fucked some of them anyway. So I, don't, it I don't have no expectation. The same way I done had no expectation when Boosie came out and said that the feds was the reason why what's the, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Juice World died. I don't expect nothing better from Boosie. It's Boosie. Like, of course Boosie say that shit. Oh, man doesn't make it true and doesn't make it right and it doesn't make me give a fuck about it i didn't care that he asked what but he was on wipe me down (laughs) (laughs) the only i love that song the only question i have the only little bit of pushback i have is can a father be overprotective about his daughter yeah not saying that this is one of those situations just just a question i'm throwing out there fathers are overprotective exactly so is there a limit to where a father went to the kind of gynecologist (laughs) with her and finding out if she didn't have sex by asking about her fucking hymen wouldn't you expect that that same father who's extremely overprotective would have a conversation with his daughter and be like hey this is the birds and the bees and i would like to set some morals in you that would hopefully not have you out here that doesn't happen for listen, forty, for I thirty, just, thirty. Oh my bad. Listen, I just had a conversation, and this ain't even a dad. This is a mom. We all the time um, have conversations with parents who don't want to talk to their kids about sex, who think that you need to. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so no, I don't assume that somebody that's that protective would actually have a conversation because. Prote- mm. But or somebody who deemed that to be protective of their daughter. I was thinking of it's yeah. uncomfortable to have conversations with kids about sex, and some parents they it's basically just don't have sex, don't get pregnant. That's not an honest conversation. What, what was the conversation from your parents to you like? My mom asked me <laughs> would I like to have the the talk, and I said I already know. I should have had to talk because <laughs> I've done some wild you shit. You <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I knew everything. I don't know shit. <laughs> but I've learned, like through my mistakes, I've learned a lot. And this is a but time. But that was w- her easy way out. 
Well, you said, what well, and that, and that's not no shade to your mom. Right. The, what I'm saying is, parents, it's uncomfortable, and so even our parents. Let me explain. My okay. mom is a home ec teacher, or was a home ec teacher, so she really had like diagrams and all kinds of stuff to really go into detail. I didn't want to go through that, so I was like, I know enough. I'm cool. But still, it's different <laughs> talking to other people's kids than your own. But also, how how did your mama know that you knew? Like she. Either fully believe that you knew, or she didn't really want to have that talk with you. And was just like, okay, you know. I'm one of those nerdy kids. I was researching a lot of shit, but I didn't know how to cover my tracks. So she found like Playboys. She found me looking up like psychopedia. Nigga, that ain't research. That's excitement. But that's excitement. That's also not the kind of dialogue that a Ti would need to give his daughter. Like. Hmm. There are things that you need to teach your kids that you need to instill in them from a young age to an older age. Right. Watching porn and stuff don't educate you about it, sex and stuff. And don't. the Pope actually said, the Pope said that um, people think that porn is a problem because it shows you too much, but it's really a problem because it shows you too little. Right. Yeah. And the reason is because it extracts the sex from the intimacy, from the affection, from the yeah. relationship, from the love. Mm-hmm. It extracts you. that. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see all of that. And so that becomes a problem with it. And that's what a, a father like T.I. is supposed to be teaching his daughter. He's supposed to be teaching his daughter how to see a man for his integrity, for his character, for his value, for his respect. But for his wait a minute. Don't throw meat positivity in there. Yeah, Don't she you can't do throw that. meat positivity but in there. I support her throwing meat positivity in there. Because you want to value a man by his meat positivity. Oh, yeah. But in this situation, T.I. Right. is not a guy who has right. a lot of value coming from him. He might be worth a lot, like money-wise, but that nigga is empty. But that's why. That's oh, you don't see Ti marching? He be marching. <laughs> that's, and that's the problem with Ti doing this because even though he ain't the kind of person to do it, it create a whole wave. Right. It created a whole wave that's, of status. It, it created a whole wave of men's pr- perspective. It created a whole wave of me, of men asking, you know, is it possible to be too overprotective? You know, or yes. I, I, a dude I met, he was somewhat reasonable. He said, um, "Ti went overboard, but." It is important for men to protect their daughter's virginity. And I was like, I don't know. It's not yours to protect. Yeah, yeah. It's not, so it's not a piece of property, I mean, you don't man. want her to get, like, busted open. But Why at the same time. are we not having this conversation about your son, though? This is, again. I'm not saying we're not having these conversations. I mean, this is for all kids. But you don't want your daughter out there getting busted Why open. her specifically? Because that's your daughter. That's your child. I so can say is your the same son. thing about your son. You don't want your son out there busting people open. But you want them to be respectful about too. their partner. But it's not treated the same way. <laughs> and in the dialogue, T.I. <laughs> T- was on his little show, you know, big up in his son for fucking. And T.I. is a piece of shit. I know, but it's other people that have his mentality. Right. It's not necessarily about T.I. It's about this mentality in general. Like, T.I. don't exist in a bubble. We just heard it because it's T.I. But it's been people saying but that shit or feeling this way. T.I.'s cousins feel this way. T.I.'s daddies feel this way. His brothers feel this way. Mm-hmm. His homeboys feel this way. It might be one of his homeboys that's like me and just like, nah, man, we don't own none of this shit. Women own their own sexuality, blah, blah, blah. But so, so all the guys that I hang around, none of them think this way. And I have a lot of friends who have daughters. They do not think this way. They want to protect their daughter, but they're not going all in there checking to make sure she's still a virgin. They trust their kids. I don't think, they probably don't go that far, but they probably still believe that virginity is something to definitely be protected by them, not by the girl. They don't nah. think they don't think I need to I need to create the kind of strength my daughter needs to protect herself. 
they say I need to protect her. Hence, they don't give her the tools she need to protect herself. Which is what the problem is. Because One, the thing about it is, you're not gonna be present when little Johnny mm-hmm. is trying to talk her out her draws. You're not gonna be there in her ear telling her none of this. And little Johnny, you, good. And yeah. <laughs> My homeboy Jeremy says that he he's done everything he can for his daughter and his kids. Whatever decision they make is on them, but he's gonna support them after the fact. Like, there you go. That's as best as you can get. And that that's is it. the best that you can get. Because you don't want it to belong but to the streets. That's not. A, you don't want it to belong to the streets. He isn't the in the majority with that thinking. Well, me honest, I'm glad that you have a network of friends that yeah. don't yeah. think down that path. You know, and the reality is, I talk like because most of the dialogue I've had with this came from the brotherless talk group, mm-hmm. and them are a whole bunch of toxic men that come to their meetings. So these are the men who are in the community who are saying shit like. You know, we got to, you know, they don't really have an answer for how you raise kids and how you instill these these things in the kids. And there's no perfect some kind of answer. Intention. But there's things that you don't do. Like, I would never allow, my, this would never, my husband would never, I would never allow it. This would never, we're not doing that. But I also would understand his need to protect our kids in general. Because listen. I'm going to be just as hard on my son. Don't be out here fucking these little nasty ass girls. Like, the, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Would you lisp? Little nasty ass girls. Like, okay, mama. It's all right. But, like, I, I, the conver- I want to have open, honest conversation with my kids, no matter what their gender is. And I feel like that's important. And I feel like part of the the weirdness in our society is that you have. You we to give this message to women and girls protect your virginity. You shouldn't be out here having sex. You but boys, as many bitches as you can get, it notches on your. But and it, it's so uneven and it's so unbalanced that the messages that you're sending. Because who do you think that these boys that you're encouraging to mm. be sexual are gonna fuck? I got you, dumb daughters. <laughs> and 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 unfortunately, you don't hear a lot of people putting that out there. Like guys, don't fuck everything. You yes. hear the opposite. You hear the well, opposite. Me not saying that doesn't mean that I believe in that because. I'm like I say no to a lot of sex, like that's just me personally. <laughs> but but listen, you as a parent, you don't have to say it. Society say that. Society shit. say it. You know, look at the only the only movie I can think of with a promiscuous woman was Black Snake Moan and Samuel Jackson chained her ass to the middle of the house. <laughs> she deserved it. That. that was. But there's another was movie it. called She Hates Me, and then also yeah. uh, what's that Spike Lee one? She hates me. She, she hates me was about the dude. He All lost his job, women man. wanted babies. Yeah. She was promiscuous. She had a, a side chick on the side. You talking about a different movie? She no, hated, he, she he hated was to have Falcon yeah. in it. Yeah, wasn't he married to that? No. Chick? He they was engaged. She, he, they was engaged. He came in, seeing her cheating with another woman. Right. She found out that she was like a lesbian. Right. But she still loved him. That's why she still had sex with him. <laughs> maybe, I'm thinking, maybe I'm thinking about the wrong movie. It's a complex. That's okay, that, that was the best thing I could grab. I'm sorry. What was the name of the movie where so he started about, getting all, all the women pregnant? She had that's, that's, that's the same that's movie. movie. But, oh, but the their storyline story was he caught her cheating. She found out that she was lesbian, but she wanted to have a baby. The only person that she thought was bit good enough to have a baby okay, by okay, was okay, him. Right. And so it, he turned into a business. Right. Yes. yes. Just fucking business. He had like 23 kids. Even in that handful. All the movies like James Bond, James Bond fucking somebody. Like, and when boys start seeing all these movies, they're automatically gonna say, "Okay, it's it's okay for men to do this. 
it's not okay for women to do this. Like even mm-hmm. our society teaching men ways outside of our families. Yeah. You know, it ain't just that your folks sit down and tell you the wrong shit or the right shit. Sometimes our society just have a system set up to where kids put patterns together of who gets shamed for things and who gets praised for things. Mm-hmm. I got you. And mm-hmm. it only got to be from us. It, they going to learn any of that shit. Listen, and I don't know how y'all high schools were, but at my high school, anybody that, like, we had an incident where in this, she was my friend. She's still, we're still friends. Um, <laughs> fuck this you dude. You had to think about I am. <laughs> Fuck this dude over, like, at a football game. Came back to school. She got into a fight because people was talking shit about her like and she was not like a fighting type of girl like it was horrible when nobody talking shit about him how they find out him exactly <laughs> that's the problem you need to go talk to him but that's what i'm saying like but both of them engaged in this behavior she was the one vilified for it and he just getting praised like depends what? on what she did like for, it really does depend I know y'all looking at me Like I'm crazy But it does depend Like was she getting Fucked up under the bleachers Like did he convince her To do that Like was she the Stupid one in this situation But, but like, it, Regardless of how it happened Both of them did the same thing No not Not regardless If he got something Out of this situation And made her seem Like the fool Like she Like girl How you gonna Believe that nigga Lying to you like this It wasn't that It was You fuck bud was Bud like some nasty nigga? Like we don't know the context of this. <laughs> he wasn't a nasty was nigga. He wasn't the most attractive of that them boys. Well, that's why they joke with her. Like you fuck that nigga. No, <laughs> he said was he no, a nasty nigga? <laughs> <laughs> with a name like Bud, I don't really have too many high hopes. <laughs> I don't even remember his real fucking name either. <laughs> Bud was like he sound like he's some type of savage <laughs> from a different land. Oh, Y'all remember man. when Twenty One Savage was a UK citizen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that went down really fast too. It did. Like, we let that go real still quick. Yeah, he, he is. Still I, I needed a segue. I'm he sorry. Tried, he tried to get out that conversation. <laughs> yeah, Because Bud was looking real nasty. Let's see. We had a Popeye's chicken sandwich fiasco. Oh, All right. Lord. Man, was like, wait, sandwich. wait. All right. I got one for lunch yesterday. Okay. They changed that recipe. That shit serious. <laughs> serious. That sandwich is something different. Like, the, the chicken bread, like... It, the nigga said know. the chicken it ain't bread. Are we going to Popeyes? Is that where we're gonna go when we leave? Do we here? need to go to Popeyes? Do we need I, to I go think to we should. We should try it. We should definitely try it. Sure. Let's do it. You I, had one. Oh, you don't eat. Oh, <laughs> damn, Cole. You get some sides. They ain't got nothing but fries and red beans you and rice. Get some sides. Get rice beans. I mean, I can still go to Popeyes, guys. <laughs> Kiss my but black it ass. It ain't gonna be worth it though. Like. I don't feel like a fucking chicken sandwich is worth anything. That chicken sandwich, seriously. <laughs> really? I mean, chicken like, sandwiches, depending on where it's from. And the shit looked like You had one before and after? Before, it wasn't like this. After, it was something different. Like, they, this, the chicken sandwich was huge. It was like a Whopper size. We got to go get a sandwich. I, Let's do it. Oh I got to walk well, back I'm some not of my gonna, shit. Well, one, I'm not going to vouch for any one of you niggas if y'all get into a fight. So <laughs> just want to let you know there that. No I'm going to just walk. I'm going to just Uber my way back home. I was able to get, get in and get out. No That's problem. what I'm saying. We go to Dave's. Yeah, the hype died down. Yeah, we so. should be able to just get in and eat regular. My first Popeye's chicken sandwich before wasn't good, but I, mm-hmm. fe- I saw the potential. So I knew I was going to get another one. They had. They didn't have enough <laughs> sauce on it. Like this motherfucker finna graduate college. They didn't have no pickles. It was overcooked. I'm telling you, I saw potential. It does make a difference. Flavor is there. The crunch is there. It's just the chicken was dry because they overcooked it. Clearly, they overwhelmed. They probably cooking too many all in different vats and stuff. Like that probably what happened. When I walked in, the lady was like, "You here for the chicken sandwich?" I was like, "No." She's like, "You want one?" I was like, "Yeah." 
wanted a three piece and she convinced me. But <laughs> they them some sorry motherfuckers if they did that Man, to you. I'm glad she did. <laughs> That's I sound like a cool as fuck. Yeah, I know. Hey, now I'm hungry. We need to like where are we at? Where are we at? where are we at on time? Oh boy, we close. That's okay, hey, I'm we, we lost John Witherspoon this year. Man, yeah, fuck. we lost pops, man. Bang, bang, bang. That's not mm. somebody that I wanted to lose. No, at all. That, that that one hurt, man. That did yeah, hurt. Hurts. Yeah. He's always been there. He was a staple of the black community. He is. Uh, props, props how y'all feel about Kanye West Sunday service? I mean, I wasn't gonna talk about that. I, that went in my trash. You talking about the uh, the stuff he was doing? No, he about Sunday. Sunday service, man. He yeah, just, I'm talking about the choir stuff. Yeah. I'm not talking that, about that. I thought that shit was was fire. I thought that shit was cool. I explain, did. explain why. Explain, please. Because he was doing his old hits before he did his gospel album with a choir. Gotcha. So I'm not you, t- you took it as a concert Cause yeah. it was supposed to be a church service Nah nigga please Nah nobody was preaching Nigga I please was that was no, That's a Nigga I know I a goddamn I don't anybody preach I know It was a, all just music I know I a shyster when I see one yeah, He had <laughs> speakers Cause he had I thought he did have speakers No All the videos I ever saw Was him just Yeah they were just dancing And they, they was just He had a big ass choir singing Jesus walks all the time And some other <laughs> shit And I thought this shit was cool I was like damn That shit is kind of funny So you would concert. go to one of his Cause it's not a concert Oh not Not that post Gospel album Kanye No <laughs> I can't go to that <laughs> I had to drink the Kool-Aid Then what Cause he's gonna turn into Jim Jones I eventually. It was a cult from the jump. He like, gonna be, he gonna be Jim Jones. It had cult vibes even prior to his gospel yeah. album. It gave me cult vibes. I just, I just looked at him and was trying to sell the new Yeezy boots. No. Okay. Them fucking shoes look like marshmallows. They actually look like bars of soap. That shit is ugly <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> bars of soap. They, look at them Yeezys. No. They look like a bar. They look like they a bar of soap. They look dumb as fuck. Do they look like something that could have came from Area Fifty One? Yes. Oh, when they try to invade? Oh, yeah. It does, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's I remember that. Segway king. Look at you. <laughs> Segway and like a champ. Clap alien cheeks. Right. Here we go with this shit again. I mean, <laughs> nobody was going to clap alien cheeks. They had a whole shit, group was with millions of people in there. See, we don't see the base to clap some cheeks. See, I'm looking at that as like, that's a form of rape. What you going to do once you, you clap the alien cheeks? Well, you're raping them now. Like finally You're getting revenge from all No I'm saying You can't be doing that You can't You don't speak their language They could be saying no In their alien language And you just the Taking what you want The y'all think Aliens would actually Let people fuck them I feel like they would Just zap anybody That came why up they in the, Why they in the base Why they ain't flying away In, in these spaceships No cause them, them They was, got caught Cause them was the dumb aliens <laughs> They got Yeah Them, them the was the niggas ones. That they was got, like They oh. got spaceships no. That crash, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they, they the ones that still fly on E. <laughs> they flying on E. They be like, I knew my shit. Yeah, I, I got my shit. <laughs> they flying on E. I, got I forgot about those memes. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh I go, my God. I go, I go, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the dumbest shit that happened this year was a bunch of people joined together. Don't on let the alien cheeks clap you. So, so the whole clap alien cheeks thing came out because. You know, they were like, we going to go save the aliens. You know, <laughs> first thing, we, we want to see where the aliens at. And so you had a whole group of people saying, hey, we going to go see where the aliens at. Mm-hmm. We going to get this alien technology. And a lot mm-hmm. of people create memes about having, like, special right. guns and all these different devices. And then some people were like, we going to meet the aliens. And then some people started being like, fuck it, I'm well, we going to fuck some aliens. <laughs> it's like, how do... 
It just that's represents the, the level of the like the disturbed the group of people always show up. <laughs> <laughs> they always show up. That's oh, terrible. Man, I got that's terrible. Motherfucker. Aliens are doing back shots. AC blow. That I was gonna get a gun. Now this nigga sending me. And yes, AC, because I know you fucking listening. He just sent me a, a invite to a women protection services event, women only concealed class. Yeah, you need to learn how to shoot that carry thing, class. Girl. Uh, in Montgomery, February the twenty sixth. You need to know how to shoot that I'm thing. trying to see where the problem is. You need I to know how to got shoot the gun. I don't have a gun yet. That's fine. It can help you decide. It's a whole group of women that can help you figure out what you want. It's some of your peers. Jeez. Shit. You yeah. know who you sound yeah. like right now. This is gonna be bad. I'm sorry. Don't say it, then. I'm, I'm here now. Do it. You remember when Aisha Curry got a whole bunch of shit? <laughs> oh God! For God's sake! <laughs> I clap them cheeks. Wow. All right. I get them big rosy cheeks. So Aisha Curry got it. I get that. What? I ain't even. I ain't even lie. I would knock that down hard, real hard. Steph Curry, be mad. Gonna let you just stand out on that. I don't bed, care. Bro. Fuck just, it. Just keep going. I'm getting that. Keep going. Lean in again. <laughs> as I Spit said, we discussed this story. I don't think people took what she was saying the right way. What was she trying to say? That she watches her husband be ogled and be probably approached and all of this shit all the time. And it will make you wonder if it's because he is who he is and he has money. Mm -hmm. Or is it because he's attractive and you're not attractive and people aren't attracted to you. True. I have had, again, couples counseling with folks that that is something that they it's a concern mm. now should she have cons- voiced this concern on the red table talk i mean i guess you can feel how you feel about that whether or not she should have said anything but her sentiments is how a lot of married people feel mm. and so all of the shit she got for it, i just think was unwarranted because a lot of people when you when you're in a relationship with somebody 20 years mm. it is you may wonder if you still got it it doesn't mean that you don't appreciate the person that you with. It doesn't mean that you don't love them and, and appreciate them. It doesn't mean any of that. But as a human, I just feel like you do question whether or not you still are attractive to people outside of who you're with. That's cool. Like, that's all I think it was. Like, she got so much shit. Like, she was, niggas was like, you could be Steph Curry and bitches still ain't happy. You could be Steph Curry and have money and give them everything nah, and bitches still ain't happy. They like, trying to slide in them DMs and get a good cooked meal for And her. it's kind of like, it's kind of like if, uh, and I used this example before, if me and Red was out and y'all, either one of y'all could put yourself in my shoes and everybody always wanted to take pictures with Red even though we got a podcast yeah. and they always ask her questions about our podcast. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want Red to have any less of that but a part of me would be like, is something wrong with me because they ain't coming to me? Do I be saying bullshit? You know what I'm saying? It, it will make you say that. And she just had, and if I was in an open forum yeah. and people asked me about our dynamic, I'd be like, man, everybody be coming up to her, man. Don't nobody come up to me, bro. And people be would be like, man, Mr. Don't Point just want everybody to come up to him. He said, fuck Red. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go holler at Mr. Don't Point. I ain't necessarily say that. I was just telling you my experience. And I think people just interpreted the experience into a desire. Yeah. That's how they interpreted it. Mm. And she didn't necessarily frame it in a way that wouldn't make it seem like a desire. Right. But um, 
But that like people went overboard with they making it seem way, like she just wanted to fuck some internet, men. That's the though. The internet does that. They take everything and run with it. They I do. mean, hell, Steph Curry apparently had some news leaked the other day. We he don't didn't. know. If, he didn't. Exactly, but you listen to the internet. That's his dick. <laughs> yeah, you know? it looked like it. It's yeah. just a, it's you a pale them, dick. Like I mean, of, that looked like the most Steph Curry ass dick I've ever seen. One of the best lines. <laughs> that was hilarious. What Go you ahead, said. Oh, Shogun said his dick looked like he eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that yeah, even yeah. mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I imagine unimpressive. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was looking for. Right. I was there for days on that shit. Uh, <laughs> Is the babies real? No, it wasn't it. Apparently, that was somebody else's. And uh, (laughs) that guy. All women were swooning over this (laughs) thing. Did you see it? Apparently, but the guy who actually owned Dick started up his own OnlyFans that night. Damn. (laughs) Money (laughs) hand over fist. Damn, dude. Hand over (laughs) dick, nigga. Jesus Christ. That's every night for me. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. That's why I know so much. We can learn a lot on Twitter. You know who joined Twitter this year? OJ. OJ motherfucker. Have y'all? He's one of the best on Twitter. I don't follow. Let me tell you something. He's one of the best on Twitter. Anything that he he could say, he could talk about the flowers and the trees, and I'm just like, I'm like, look at this murdering ass nigga right (laughs) now. Every time he makes a good Every point. Every time he says something, I'm like, you murdering ass motherfucker. Every wow. time he makes a point, they're like, kill a point, OJ. Yeah. You really stabbed that one. Look at him. Look at that murderous shirt. Hello. Look. Why is his shirt it's open? It's just a he's, shirt. He's but freshly killed somebody. Look at his hand. Why he, is his hand down there? He has not freshly killed somebody. <laughs> look at his hand. Why can't I, I see it. his other hand? Why is his hand not being that's shown? It, that's what a knife is. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh gosh! You probably have to click on it. Oh it? my gosh, man, it's hilarious, man. Oh my god! Ah, it's all right. But OJ Simpson lit up Twitter when he joined. Let's see. Juice, I need an Eagles win, please. None of that Cowboys could still make the playoffs. Talk. Love OJ. I hate him. He's an OG when it comes to football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an OG when it comes to double homicide. He's an OG when it comes to double homicide. Look at the picture. <laughs> a lady. Oh my gosh. Daddy boy's picture. Hey, Juice, right we here. found these in our neighborhood. Need them back. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. <laughs> you got what? to follow Everybody's him on Twitter. Gloves. You <laughs> got to watch. That is, that is, that's the main reason why you follow him on Twitter. <laughs> no, people are shit. People ain't shit. Hey, Twitter world. It's <laughs> yours. Most. Oh my god Oh they going hard Yeah I man Every time Every post They just go in That's what Nicole's Twitch is That's great They say still a ton Of killer football With someone Playoff spot Still up in the air I expect to see Some bloodshed On the field <laughs> Can't hide anything In week 17 Just gotta grab Your opportunity And take a stab at it <laughs> <laughs> They do this Every time Oh my something. god Great Great Damn. to be alive Oh wait <laughs> <laughs> they disrespectful. They are fuck. so wrong. Oh my god! I'm telling you, this is so fucking funny. I'm telling you, guys. Oh, great time Damn. indeed, OJ. What a killer video. <laughs> Joe Burrow was slicing right through that. <laughs> <face. laughs> <laughs> he got the knife. Oh, oh my man. god! <laughs> 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 
Hey y'all, just go to uh, just go to OJ's last tweet. He got a blue shirt on, sitting in a chair. Just go look at these comments. He's got, God, his, he's got his he got his murder shirt on. People ain't shit. You gonna laugh for hours, but you, man. I mean, it's but so then he got I really the same good. Thing. He got really good content. Like his videos are actually informational. Well, yeah, he talks about he plays fantasy. He plays fantasy football and he talks a lot about football. Right. He brought up a good point about Antonio Brown, but I was like, that nigga killed that point right there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man! Oh, uh, what else? You know who should have been killed this year? I got tons of these. Good. I'm sorry. Somebody that needed to die it was all the people who participated in the Bluebell Gate, licking the top of the ice creams. And you know what? For the people that were like, I can't believe that they're you know doing it, putting them in. It's a federal charge. Want no fucking ice cream that some random bitch licked? Yes, like, I'm glad it's a federal charge. That's what you get for tampering oh, yeah. with food. That actually stopped me from getting ice cream for. I still I ain't bought no ice cream. cream so since fuck then. all you ice cream really? eaters. <laughs> yeah, that really like fucked me up. So there's other. Fuck. What? They didn't give a fuck. First you getting spit on. <laughs> now you eating ice cream that's been licked. <laughs> I'm just saying, ain't nothing that can come from a person's tongue that can survive in zero temperatures. It's the oh, fact that they licked yeah, my ice disgusting. cream, my nigga. Yeah, I want man. unlicked ice cream. <laughs> like, I picked up some ice You're cream. You're paying for this I, shit. I went to the store and picked up ice cream the other day. I was like, uh. <laughs> and I, just, I just put that shit back. Like, it was like, man, I got some damn yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit had me thinking, man. I'm like, I just can't the do it. Downgraded the yogurt. Nah, man. I, what else can I do? <laughs> now there's like <laughs> eat the ice cream. Briars has it just, like a it, container it that has all the about statistics and odds. Oh, now Breyers you know they didn't do that with every right. ice cream. Look. Grab one out the back. <laughs> they might have licked Skip them all. I don't care. Yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> Briars has a container that has a the little plastic, plastic thing, rim so you'll know it. if somebody like well, Briars is ass. It is yeah, terrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's Nobody horrible. Read that. You got no fucking Briars because of a plastic on it. If you leave that shit in your sink, this shit don't melt all Listen, the way. You'll be better off buying the fucking bluebell and scooping off the whole fucking top then. Okay, scoop off the whole top of the bluebell and eat the bluebell if you're paranoid. But don't get no goddamn Briars. Don't get no Eaties. Don't get no fucking Blue Bunny. Definitely don't get no fucking little half gallon that costs five fifty. That Hagen Dazs right, shit. Right, right, right. That Talenti. <gasps> you hold your tongue. Yeah, I can with the Talenti, though. Talenti I love is Talenti. delicious. And Never I can eat it, it and it doesn't fuck for how much you fucking get. But it doesn't fuck my stomach up. I love Talenti. If it ain't on sale, fuck Talenti. Get it on sale. Otherwise, get I've a gallon of blue no, Talenti. you never had no Talenti. I think you're right, that though. Bluebell is the top. Name. You get the most value it's for what you pay exactly. for. Exactly. I mean, the gallon costs $7, yeah. and that look intimidating, but when you take that first taste, you be like, this is what it's supposed to be. You're right. <laughs> I might have to go give me some Bluebell after this year. We go, you gonna get Bluebell and Popeye. See what I'm saying? Like, I, I, just, I don't know, man. That just fucked me up. I was like, I, I can't do this I understand why it would, but deliciousness, man. I can't sacrifice deliciousness. Yogurt's delicious? Yogurt is not really delicious. <laughs> Your look. <laughs> Your look. Yogurt. It's not the same, bro. He looks so disappointed in you as a person. I know. Yogurt is healthy. I don't want no goddamn cultures in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn it. You better come up with a topic because it's the segue I got. Goddamn heavy cream. The segue's not good. You know what else is heavy? All right. What is that? Lil Nas X. Woo! Boy, I thought you were about to say Lizzo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. No. You no, didn't get me on that shit. Not like we that. And I mean heavy <laughs> as in, in these streets. I meant for it to not make sense. Okay. <laughs> we ain't going to doctor. Yours have been so good. 
I want mine to be bad on purpose. All right. Little Nas X is really little. He is little. He is, and he has been out in these streets and on the cow pastures because he was killing it on the charts. All right. I mean, not so much now though. Like Panini did okay, but like it don't matter. He he made that one hit will make him rich forever. Old Town Road, he is rich forever. Black people love it. White people love it. Country people don't love it. Right. But Billy Ray Cyrus and his fans love it. He got a award. He got a CM, CMA award for if it. If he don't make another hit his whole life, it's people. Rick Ashley still get paid. Shit. Vanilla Ice. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let Rick you roll. down. Never gonna hey, run it's still people buying and going to his shows. You. But well, that one song, that one song, yeah. Rick Roll, yeah. yeah. What other songs that they don't give a fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, clearly, you know that's how one hit wonders do. We don't know they shit, but like it brings you to understand. Return of the Mac. I can think of a lot of one hit wonders that hit will get you will uh, maintain your lifestyle. I don't forever. even know the dude's name that's saying Return of the Mac. Return oh, no, of the Mac. Uh, Return of the Mac. Damn, I can't remember God. his name. I can't remember his name. Well, I don't know. He's from across the water somewhere. But, that, but yeah, yeah Lil Nas X, that um, yeah, he'll be paid for a, a while. Move. I ain't got to. I mean, Panini did okay. If I ain't got to do Old Town Road. No. I ain't got to worry about that shit. It's a big move for music, though, especially for crossover artists. You know, I think as much as he got shit for it. Look, I be mad white people because right. y'all always all this blue eyes soul I mean, and shit. Fuck y'all. Yeah, yes. I think this is kind of like payback for when they didn't want Beyonce on the uh, right. CMA. And she a, had a dope ass country song. Yeah, the song. song. And they was just like, uh, she had the stick. Dixie chicks up to Dixie chicks. They were Man, out you, in that you know audience. White people, they done with the Dixie chicks. Look, chick. they was just yeah. been in the audience looking forever. like yeah. they were not happy. So yeah, this is kind of like a revenge thing. It's kind of like payback. Well, speaking of another musician who's been out here showing their ass and coming out with terrible music. Nick Cannon and Eminem. <laughs> Damn, nigga, that was good. That was real Nick good. Cannon and Eminem has been beefing. Nick Cannon. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Lizzo. Oh, God damn it. No. Fuck it. I do want to talk well, about Well, we're going to talk about Lizzo, but let me just say, I, I still don't understand why Nick Cannon is doing this because this is not his lane. And love or hate Eminem, that's his, this is his lane. Rap, like. That, you stumbled into a good discussion. Your lane. Eminem. Has been dissing Nick Cannon for years. He's been talking shit about Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. popping shots at Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon finally has been fed up with this, and now he's coming back with his he's own shit. He's not an artist, though. Why well, is he not an artist when he has a platinum song out there? What was the platinum I, I, song? I just threw that out there. Okay. I really just threw that out there. I don't. Eminem <laughs> was talking about Mariah Carey since the very first album that he had. Right. Before Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon was decided with her. to co op that beef because of that. He been, no, 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 no. The what? history is what's getting lost on a lot of people. Nick Cannon dated Mariah Carey, right? Around the time he made that song Superman. Okay? They split up. They had a bad breakup. Ever since then, Nick Cannon, I mean, not Nick Cannon, Eminem has been popping shots back and forth at Mariah Carey. He had a song that came out called The Warning, where he just went on a tirade about Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. Called him a clown, called him a. Well, I'm saying Superman, Superman wasn't the first time he talked about Mariah. Okay. He talked about Mariah before his album. I don't know what beef happened with him and Mariah mm-hmm. that made that. When happen. they dated for like six months and it failed. Yeah, and so Mariah from just, then on, Eminem has been dissing them. But everybody in Eminem life, he been dissing. Yeah, okay. everybody. Why his is mama, it okay his for siblings, everybody? He been dissing them. No, I, it ain't even about because the thing is, normally when these beefs happen, people are just like, "Oh, beef." 
My issue is is Nick. Nick, this ain't your lane. Nah, my nigga, I, I, don't, I don't. I'm tired of this shit. He's not. We gotta stop this shame of Nick Cannon. He is. This is not his fucking lane. I don't Name care. Name a Nick Cannon song. Gigolo. Look, Damn, you didn't think I had an answer for it. No, hold but on. the fact that that's your answer. Hold on. I, I think it's anybody's lane to want to come back at somebody who is talking about. That's you. what I want to talk I'm about. I'm okay with Nick Cannon. Having a problem with Eminem talking I'm okay and, with him and having a problem, up. but the but we not finna act like <laughs> this is like some deeply inherent built-in beef forever. Nah. Nick Cannon was mad because he was talking about Mariah Carey post after he dated him, even though that's been a part of Eminem thing for the longest. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. Let's. So what started this beef was Nick Cannon was talking about uh, on Ti's podcast. He was talking about Eminem and whatnot and Mariah Carey. And, that was the worst thing he could have and, done. And that's what sparked this whole verse that Eminem came out <clears> with, <throat> where he dissed Mariah Carey again and Nick Cannon. So that's when Nick Cannon comes back with with his whole Wildin' Out crew and dissed Eminem again and again. And then he came out with his own solo song for the third time dissing I don't have a problem Nobody with cares. That's Nobody why he's cares. To keep doing but at this. the same time, I don't have a problem with this man saying, hey, enough's <sighs> enough. I've been tolerant enough long enough for you to say, with well, all this shit. I'm finally in a position where nothing you can do behind the scenes is going to hurt me because he's got tons of money coming in. Eminem has been notorious for, quote unquote, blackballing people in the industry. You can look at Royce the Five Nine, his early days when they were beefing. You can look at MGK when they were beefing. That's what MGK was saying. You're trying to blackball me. So how do we know that he's not pulling the strings and trying to affect this guy's money? Because Nick can't blackball Nick from what? Okay, I, I get what you're saying, but what I just said, <laughs> he's in a position where that's no longer gonna affect him. Where Eminem could say all these horrible things or try to blackball him. At this point, he can finally stand up on his own and say whatever he needs to say. Though I think he's using this as publicity to get more viewers on his show, or maybe to get Eminem on the show. Smart. I think it is too. Very for smart. Me, if it, for me, if it was about the content and the integrity, he would have done this when it happened. I mean, Nick Cannon, Nick rap music has, has always been but, Nick Cannon's last platform. Right. Even acting was his platform I, before it was music. Right. I don't think he was ever at that big of a risk of being blackballed by Eminem that would impact no. his other forms of money. I think that if he really wanted to say something, then he should have. I just think it's probably a convenient time to say it now for whatever well, reason. It, it is. Maybe and Mariah Carey didn't want him to say shit. And relationships is something that Eminem has. I mean, he was big with Viacom, which owns MTV, which owns Nick Cannon's show. I mean, there, you could you could connect some dots to make a whole argument here. I just feel like it's okay for Nick Cannon to finally stand up. I mean, no matter how long. Nick Cannon was talking this shit on Vlad TV some years ago too. Right. Though. Like, if Eminem wanted to blackball him at any given point, Eminem could have been doing that shit already. I don't think he gives a fuck about him. I don't think. Wilding out been on for how many seasons? Fifteen years now. And yeah, like at any point in that, Eminem could have been doing anything. Like, it's no evidence to support. It's nothing to care about. That's this, what I'm saying. Like, this is me beating a dead horse. I'm almost done. <laughs> I just don't like the fact that people shit on Nick Cannon for him just standing up for Nick Cannon. Like it's not if he was just stand, like he, rapping his lane. That's my issue. I get I'm you. Not that's your that, opinion that, about it. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not saying that he shouldn't stand up. Have for you himself. listened to the diss songs? It's Nick Cannon. Have now. you listened to? No, exactly. Nobody listens to these songs. Why the fuck would we? Is Nick Cannon? Let me finish my point. Nobody listens to these songs that have an opinion about this shit. Listen to it, then come back to it. It was just gimmicky to me. It is I just very gimmicky. It. I mean, he was sat there and said, "I'm gonna come out and diss you. Don't make me come out with a track." 
Don't make me do it, Eminem. I'm gonna do it now. I just don't like shit like that. Like, ain't don't no rappers who beef do that shit. They drop that shit hot. Nick no Cannon, rapper. the only one who done came he's out and did, but that, but that's the thing. Like people, he wanted. He's not, he's not that was my point. Everybody wanted not to give him all the credit for standing up for himself, and you know, not like the criticism because he they talked bad about him rapper. But then you can't say, well, he's not a rapper because he's taking on the rap mantle for this moment. Yep. But for me, the problem is that just, the problem for me is just it's gimmicky. Like I, I like when Drake dropped back to back. Nobody know when that shit was coming. It just dropped. When, when motherfuckers won't got something to say, they say that shit. They just drop And it. my only criticism of Nick Cannon is I would have been okay if he would have just said that shit instead mm-hmm. of had this artificial build up, mm-hmm. get his show on it, mm-hmm. have people in his show. Hey, everybody, for the camera, we're going to talk some shit about Eminem. Let's right. say it all at the same time. Right. Hey, like, that shit, to me, <laughs> it don't represent real real beef. It just this- represents stuff that's going to keep his name in there. More people going to watch Wild right. Out. People going to listen to his tracks. It could sound good. It could be some good diss. I don't know. But I, I don't like that gimmicky shit that comes. It's very with gimmicky in the third when he's reaching a lot because he's using like race. He's race baiting basically, oh, and geez. and it's sad. But I feel like he has the right to do what he's doing, whether I like it or not. He got the right. Like me personally, like I would watch clips of him sneaking in Eminem disses in Wild and Out. Yeah, <laughs> if he would have never, but if he would have never put out tracks and yeah. just did that on his platform, mm-hmm. I would have been like. Don't let it go if Eminem don't. But like this shit make me think, ah, Nick, you too, you you done went the corny route. You know, yeah. in a couple of regards. Yeah, I agree with that you. That nigga got corny. bad. He he got several bags though, so you're good. Yeah, he ain't he's alright. Like, you ain't hurting shit. You got bags. Speaking of corny and several bags, Tesla they released a new truck. Fuck you. you. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Well, it's actually affordable. Yes. Why are you so I want that truck. He want that Jesus. Tesla truck. And he talks. He talks. He made me. He talks so. No, no. He talks so bad. Truck. He talks so bad about me on the, the episode. Truck real quick. You ain't seen the Tesla truck. No. Oh my. I just thought it looked so cool. I want a Tesla. I only. I only seen. I only want it. You can afford a Tesla now. I only want it because it. I think it looks cool. I've looked at them, and you have a house to plug it into to charge. There you go. That's the only reason I ain't got one. I do, and I like my V eight. Oh no. What the fuck is that? What are you Cold. That is fucking cool. Oh, That's no, futuristic. It looks like one of those. I like it too. It looks that like one of cool. cheap toys like you and your when you wanted an RC car for, for Christmas <laughs> oh, and your damn. mama went the family dollar instead and but got turtles. that shit. This is what this reminds me of. That is ugly as fuck. That shit look cool. No, it's it futuristic no, as cheap ass toy. Huh? Who cares if it reminds you of a cheap ass toy? It's not. The nigga in the real truck that pulls up next to it. <laughs> I would not yeah, drive that. Fuck, I man. would drive a Tesla, but not that. Hey, shit. The inside is marble. Marble? <laughs> it's okay. That was like prototype shit. Like that ain't gonna how the shit gonna really look. Marble? <laughs> like it's got like the it looks like a marble countertop, no. but it ain't really marble countertop. Like it was a prototype how would you shit. Look like marble. And I think that shit cool, man. Yeah. Fuck that shit. But, that, but that's one thing I respect about your dialogue because <laughs> you talked about on the podcast about the windshield breaking. Yeah. But on your Facebook, you posted a story about yeah. why it broke. Why it actually broke. You know what I'm saying? So like when they were you, they, it, you you represented a balance in that yeah. situation. When they showed this truck off, they're they're saying that these windows are uh, indestructible. You can't break them. 
Shatterproof. Why would you want a car that has shatterproof windows? I don't know. So they took a sledgehammer and <laughs> slammed the sledgehammer against the body of the truck to show you that it won't actually you know, break. But that actually caused a jarring effect in the bottom of the glass and it cracked it. So when they took a baseball, like a metal ball, they threw it at the window to show that these windows won't break. <laughs> it broke. <laughs> so they're like, oh my God. And now they're pre- showing this presentation off with these two broken windows. I don't know why the back one. But Elon, Elon Musk was like, fuck it, we still going yeah, to be still 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 this shit, bitch. Well, well, what they were saying the was, it, it's certain conditions upon which it don't break. That's right. when it's completely sealed right. and mm. all of the edges are confined as they're supposed to be. Mm. But when they hit it, the window kind of slid down a little bit. Right. Hence, not all the edges being confined. So the main thing that makes your phones break or whatever happens to your phone is the vibrations that hit. Mm. So when they threw that ball at it, the vibrations, when it got to the edges and the edges were secure, that's what shattered the glass. So it looked like a, a spaceship from like one of them eighties movies when Man. they were trying to figure out what they thought spaceships would look like. I still I fucks with it. It looks like a grown I'm with ass the <laughs> <laughs> Like and I'm the car guy. I like I like what it represents. We need something it's new. It's too angular. Um, it is like, ugly it's as sharp. Fuck. I'm it's with too the shits, much. It looks like a lotus prototype. I'm with the shits. Uh-huh. I'm with it. I want to test but not that I shit. I want that shit. I like that shit, well, bro. That's what's up. Uh, speaking of trucks, Jay Z came riding into the NFL. <laughs> there you go. The there you train. go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Segway that shit. <laughs> Which I would now be referring to him as Jigaboo. Jigga what? Jigaboo. Jigga who? Jesus. I'm not gonna okay. call him Jigaboo, and I'm not gonna uh, say Let me that. just go I'm on record. Gonna I'm gonna go on these. record as saying this. I don't know the full ins and outs of this deal. Yeah, I don't either. So None I kind of, I can't really. I can't really say that because I don't know what this deal entails. Like, I got to know more. I got to know more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really got a lot of. We got the press conference mm-hmm. and people asked questions. And, of course, Cap's name came up and all of this stuff happened. But I, I got to know more. But like, it's, this, it's, is, it's real. It's It's real. My problem yeah. is we looking at the deal as if it's some isolated thing that's not connected to a problematic organization. It's the same thing Steve Harvey thought when he went to go meet with Trump about what was going to happen. <laughs> it came from somebody that has such inherent problems with progressing in the area that we're talking about that no matter what kind of deal come from them, it, it can't be that good. Right. It can't really be with the intention of helping black people progress in this organization it can't be Hmm. maybe it's to help give everybody a perception of that progress but the problem is the deal came from just like the fucking deal today the the thing they wrote for Colin Kaepernick on his trial they snuck some bullshit in there that's the same organization that gave Jay-Z an opportunity and what nothing has come from that now except they're going to get some black people to perform at the Super Bowl now. Hey. Well, I mean, shouldn't we wait and see what kind of deals come from? I mean, we got to give it time to actually get it, let it mature, and let's see what, what happens. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think we can, and I don't think there's no, I mean, I know a lot of people going hard, and my rhetoric represents me going hard, but I'm just trying to be funny. I just wanted to use the term jigaboo. I know it's pretty, that was, <laughs> that was good. But the reality was, is there's two groups of people. There's a group of people both neither group know what the hell going on with the deal there's one that's pessimistic 
because they know what the NFL's been doing as it pertains to black people. And one of them is optimistic because Jay-Z is a pretty smart businessman and they don't believe that he would get himself into some shit that wouldn't turn into a positive yeah. opportunity for him. I ain't going to say that. Well, that's how made they're some, He's made some bad deals. That's how, how they that Armadale doing these days? I mean... How what doing? Armadale, his liquor. Nah, he no longer has that. He yeah, saw that a long time ago. But my whole thing from this it is... this deal for the culture. All them other deals for his personal self. They might have been bad deals, but see, this deal is for a group of people that's trying to be represented. And I don't know if Jay-Z is even the person to look at him. That's like. what so I was do you say, I don't know like, how effective Jay-Z can be in this position that he's in. So you, so <laughs> do you feel like this this whole thing with Goodell was, uh, was a PR? And then who reached out to who about this situation as well? Like... Was it a situation where see that's the, that's another thing like did Jay Z reach out and was like yo I can I can like kind of do something to help you guys with with, with your PR or oh, Dick Goodell was like yo we need to get Jay Z on our that's side. That's how Jay Z reached out. That is fucking garbage. Yeah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? If Jay Z reached out to try to help the NFL with something regarding black people, that's garbage anyway. I I don't accept that. You know, uh, the only way I think I would accept. Jay Z reaching out is if he tried to reach out with uh, helping the Eminem, just helping them generally with diversity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all having a fucking problem with diversity, uh, and I can help you with that. I feel like that'll be that'll be the only way that Jay Z could be reaching out. If the mm. NFL reach out, then I guess it depends on what deal was put on the table. If the NFL reached out, clearly it got to sound good enough to Jay Z. To say, yeah, let's try that. Yeah. But I don't put it past the NFL to say, hey, we're trying to get Cap back in the league. You know, his camp is fucking with us. And then re- I really expect them to have a whole rhetoric downplaying everything that they've had in that resolve. Well, we got all of these owners that want to see him play and we're going to try him out. And we just need you to come in. Yeah, we're just going to pre- do some fuck nigga shit to, yeah, to, like, for his tryout. And, and Jay-Z might not look at it like that. If that's how they came at him, we we don't know. We never gonna know how all of that came by to establish. I, I just feel like the NFL needs to improve their image when it comes to the culture side of things. Like they have not really looked good at it, and I would I would think that the intentions of Jay Z joining forces with them would. I mean, yeah. Right now, all we really got was what was it J Lo and somebody else for the Super Bowl? Or like, I don't even know who it is, but that happened. I, like, I, I want to see what what comes from this because I, I really think the NFL do. I think they they want to Im- improve their image because their image equals dollars. You get what I'm saying? Like they gonna have to like they gotta look better than what they've been looking like because it, that 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 affects the bottom line. They're a business. At the end of the day, that's that's what it is. So I, I kind of want to see what comes from this. I know nothing has came from it yet, but I'm more of a wait and see type of person on this one. I, I'm, I'm trying to wait and see, but I'm pessimistic about it. I am not. I do not give the NFL the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I wish I could give Jay-Z, as a businessman, the benefit of the doubt. But he can't beat all them white men. <laughs> I'm leaning towards what is on point. He can't yeah. beat all them I white mean, men. He, I agree with you. At we the should end of the, see what they're doing. But they have no reason to at, do anything. At the end of the day, he works for them. Say what you want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar entity and he is a cog in in the machine you get what i'm saying y'all think that they finna let jay-z come and change that system that's not how that shit gonna work yeah they're not changing uh jay-z's not changing that system 
they're going to carve out something that it can look like Jay-Z Unchanged, potentially for the sake of all of us, and that be the case, and maybe that'll be enough for us. But he ain't mm-hmm. finna come in here and all these white men finna start giving their positions up to black people oh, and no. the way they treat black athletes versus white athletes yeah. is about to change mm-hmm. now. And they not they not about to do that. Yeah, the NFL's always had a problem with ownership and black coaching, like interviews with black coaches and stuff like that. It is, it's been a problem for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get that kind of switched up. I know when when I know Diddy was talking about um, buying the Carolina Panthers, D, he was trying to put an ownership group together. The crazy thing about that is like other owners have to be able to approve ownership groups to come in and actually do that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, when all and, these, other, and, when all these and old men die out, it'll be fine. Yeah, so that's why I'm no like... system run by 60-plus-year-old white men that work well for everybody. Especially, no. especially black folks. Politics is the most biggest one. Mm-hmm. Ain't no goddamn system that's run by 60-plus-year-old white men almost exclusively that work for everybody, especially not black people and women. Yeah, that right. Well, you know how I go. We, we, we at the end. This is my last one. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know how it goes. Like you were just saying, how when you try to buck the system and change something, you get a lot of backlash. And nobody experienced that any more than Tank did when he said he could suck a dick twice. Oh my God. You want to end on that? I mean, I was looking for a funny one to go out. We talked about Lizzo. Yeah, we got to talk about Lizzo. Oh, man. All right, Lizzo. Look. I I had a video about this. Well, I'm going to hit Tank this comment for a second. Okay. Okay. I, to me, being gay is a lifestyle that you have to accept. I agree. I do think that there are moments when you can question your sexuality, do some things, and come out of that and say, that's not what I am. But you can't unsuck a dick? You can't unsuck a dick, but you can never suck a dick again. (laughs) (laughs) You can't unsuck a dick, but you can never suck a dick again. And that's a choice. And if you're you're going to be perceived as gay by all of the rest of society because that one dick you sucked, even though you ain't sucked none for 40 years, that's about like a a dude who sucked a dick when he was 20 who's 60 now, if he tell his friends, I'll suck a dick one day, they'd be like, nigga, you gay. No, this one I was smoking, I was smoking crack at the time. The example that Didn't I gave matter. is that if you murder somebody, you're a murderer forever. Period. You'll always be a murderer, even if you never murder anybody else ever again. But oh, we just got through fucking laughing at OG. For you can't wash the murder off your lips. You're not gay for <laughs> sucking a dick twice. You're not. You're bi. That's the end of the story. No, after you suck a dick, the only thing that left is a memory. After you kill somebody, it's a dead body. That crack, that oh. crack, how you got off of that? Let's go to Lizzo. I can't with y'all. <laughs> it's gonna get even worse with Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, Lizzo. Look, look. I, the only thing, like I said, when, when I came in and we were talking about this, the the only thing that really fucked me up was Doctor Boyce Watkins. Is right, that you gotta name? give people context. Doctor Boyce Watkins went on a rant about Lizzo and how what was it? Fat culture, fat. He was basically fat saying culture that or something like that. In America, him? instead of telling people that they need to lose weight and be smaller, we sit here and praise people like Lizzo, even though she's overweight and she's fat. Blah 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 blah. That was his gist right. of it. And he was saying anything, all that shit that she was, that whole shit she was doing, all that stuff, that wasn't empowering. Oh, well, he said he it said something that, that, that he was like, "That's not empowering. You trying to empower people to do that? That's not." He just cut, he called her a pig and all kinds of shit. And I'm yeah, like, "That's going a little too far." I'm like, "Like, I mean, honestly, I'm tired of seeing Lizzo's ass. We um, all are, but that's her thing now. But it's she's, her thing now. Yeah, that's what she's gonna do from here on out. She's gonna show her ass. 
Is that something that we deem appropriate? No. Can she do this? Yes. But she can also deal with the backlash that comes with showing her back half. <laughs> <laughs> you made it work. Well, you made, made it work. You spent that hot 16 right there, didn't yeah, you? Oh, I mean, and the thing is, if this was Rihanna, if this was Beyonce, if this was anybody with a nice figure doing this, it wouldn't be... We wouldn't have had this conversation. Yes, we would. I think it would. Yes, we would. We do this every time Kim I think Kardashian shows her ass. We're like, why is she showing her ass? What does she do to make money other than show her ass? We're tired of seeing your ass. Well, that's because her whole stick is her but ass. She don't not, sing or nothing. But we it's never not, do this with Rihanna. <laughs> no. Rihanna always she didn't show. She just showed up to a when war show. Rihanna showed her ass she at threw. a game where there's kids present. Award shows that's on air. I don't see okay. on TV. Yeah, they that got to go through the TV standards. Like you, you can't just no, show. No, she was she's been on the red carpet before, and they showed her in see through shit. Her boots. All right, well, she don't want to see through before. They, yeah, but, yeah, but and they was like, there goes I'm Rihanna, and then don't say goodbye. This is how easy it is to forget that Rihanna do stuff like this, but how, hard, <laughs> how easy it is to remember that Lizzo well, do stuff like this. Not to say Lizzo doesn't have talent, but the antics are outweighing her talent at this moment even though her music is very good and I like her music I like the album but the bullshit that she's doing is not I mean I'm kind of over it I'm ready for yeah, her to stop she did the same deal. thing on Saturday Night Live and then I said this on the podcast last time it's like it got me to watch because I was like, I bet she gonna show her ass, and then she did it, and I was like, damn, she showed her ass, and she was on and the worked. highest, highest rated SNL in, in history in a long time. It worked on me because I watched Lizzo just to see if she was gonna do it, and she did it. So it's got to say more than just <laughs> there goes it's the a gimmick. Lizzo. It's a marketing ploy that's working on me because I'm listening and watching her music. So I can't be mad at her for working I'm not mad, me as I'm a just person. Over it. I'm tired of seeing her ass yeah. too, but at the same time, I think there is an argument here that you can say that what she did was inappropriate, and if somebody that looks better than her, quote unquote, would they still get the same amount of backlash? Maybe not, but I think it's still inappropriate to show your ass out in public. I, yeah. I mean, that, that's that, and that's uh, that's the reality. Yeah. That's the reality, and I think that's all. Well, that's all I've been trying to say about it. Yeah. Like, it's a difference between weight in our society. You know, if Idris Elba. Come out, walk down the steps at the NBA game in a speedo. It's gonna be woo, claps, claps. Yes. I mean, if James Corden walk out there oh like that, it's God. gonna be laughs and giggles because he's a comedian. But they would still, but they would still be like, oh, he's doing that for fun. He's like they would still be saying, like, he's so funny. But no, no, but I'm saying it would still be. It was. It would. It would not be the same as a sexy dude in a speedo versus a chubby dude in a speedo. And then if a big hairy, you know, bubbly looking motherfucker do it, they're gonna be like, "Ugh, get this guy out of here!" Type shit. But there, but, are, there are regular fans who actually do that type of shit. Like if you watch, if you've been to a, a pro game before, there are motherfuckers and with their shirt off with big ass bellies and and. Doing all this shit and and have them near naked. And women in there you with shorts and vagina lips hanging right. out the edge. Like it, like it, it the shit is there. I, I think it got. Does it make it appropriate though? That's my whole argument. No, it's not, no, it's not appropriate. appropriate. But and, like, and so that's the end of the but story. The, for but, me. The, but the spot got blown up too 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 much shit, man. Like we can't get we, mad at that at the outrage because you always gonna get people to do stuff like this where they're gonna use people's energy for their own gain but it's always some type of outrage that's that's the fucking 29 that's 2019 in a nutshell outrage. honestly outraged. outraged about it I'm mad about it every damn thing what mm-hmm. what almonds 
this is some bullshit. <laughs> Who the fuck put these arms in my goddamn room when he's still on this table? What I'm Catch trying, these hoes. So what I'm trying to figure out is the balance between what is too outrage and too much outrage versus what are legitimate things that we've been silent for too long about that people are just used to not hearing being but, talked wait, about. But see, that's the problem on point. Like, too many, we, every, people jump onto every little fucking thing all the damn time. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, really? Like, that's not important. Honestly, it, it might be important to you and you feel, and some people feel like that's the, that's the case. You gotta like, we gotta soldier on and like get this shit canceled and get it done. But like, sound white right once, now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This, that sounds like the police argument. We were sounds very white right now. How we were saying that police don't, like the candidates are not running on a platform to change police because it's not a big deal, but it's big to you because you're You in might group. be one of the people yeah. that get shot. <laughs> and so, but what you're saying kind of brings up a good point trying not to lose it but I'm losing it where you're just saying that the I'm outrage culture trying was to figure too out the much. balance between yeah. one side or other in this situation I don't think I haven't seen a huge group of people who are overweight who want to show off their body so maybe there is a, a group of people that wants to do that I didn't know and maybe Lizzo is exposing that to, to a mass audience I'm not saying that she can't do what she did all I'm saying is what she did was inappropriate at the place she was at. That's my whole argument there. So when it comes to this outrage culture, I'm not the one to say it's too much or too little, but we got to take each and every situation I one think, at a time. I think this case moment, by case basis. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think this moment has presented a new baseline because now any woman regardless of what she looked like that does something in an environment that should be inappropriate if she don't get the same backlash as Lizzo we can point to those things that say, separate okay, Lizzo from right, that fat. like if Rihanna if because of Lizzo if all these women start getting out here twerking like that I need everybody to keep that same energy I, keep I that agree, same energy know, regardless and I love that she's so confident to be willing to do this it's just that wasn't the time or the place hmm. that's just my opinion all right, I'm hungry. Okay. Oh, you want your Popeye's last, chicken sandwich? Last, 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 last thing, chicken. guys. We, there was you a lot of movies your, that came out. I just why you, uh, why you roll your neck when you were talking about Popeye? Yeah, I want my Popeye's uh, so we chicken. Got <laughs> Avengers Endgame. That was early this year. Yeah. You loved it? Yeah. Loved it. All right, Bird Box. That was the beginning of the year. Loved it. Didn't see it. Once. You didn't see that? It's I on Netflix. Want, I know, I don't want to watch it. Huh. Us. I don't want to see Sandra Bullock get with some black man. I don't watch things when they're hyped up. Well, it's, she, it's cold love, now. Sandra Bullock was like in love with this black dude. Okay, like that is but, that that is the price of admission alone. But what? I don't watch things. With so that she type. was in love with a black dude, but had to be blindfolded and not see shit the whole movie. Nah, that ain't how it worked. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Enough for you okay. to explain. No. Us. <laughs> oh God, just let's not. Okay, I fucked with it. Will Smith. All his movies bomb. How do y'all feel about that? All of them. Yeah. How many you had this he year? He had that. Um, Gemini Man and <laughs> exactly yeah he, boy spy movie yeah and then there was another one there was a third one that came out early this year that was a letter yes well that nigga's IG is popping he is I love his that nigga IG, IG is the I like shit. him on a red table talk that nigga's yeah. IG is the sh- you, you want to see a good Will Smith movie get get red that nigga's IG is actually some good shit get on that nigga's Instagram so. yeah 
Lion King remake. No. Never seen it. Watch it I watch watched it, it but uh, the cartoon is much better. And they fucked up Be Prepared. See? Black that's, cinema. That's, they couldn't. That, that's why that Disney Plus is there. Queen and Slim came out. Did y'all watch that? No. Nope. Because no. you told me <laughs> what bad. you told me. And then uh, Daniel Caesar dug a huge hole. Yeah. Are, are we still canceling him? I still listen to his album. I don't. <laughs> he was my top album. That's the reason I put, wrapped up. <laughs> I put him in there just so you. I wasn't a big fan of his from the beginning, so not listening to him with no hardship. Daniel Caesar's really good. Though. Number one shit was fucking good. Yeah. I like that shit. Daniel Caesar's King problematic album. Did anybody listen to? It? Nope. I listened to it. Uh-uh. All right. That has been a wrap up. Everybody <laughs> should watch Rhythm and Flow. Yes. It's hard out here for. Oh, wrong Not one. hustle. It's <laughs> wrong, nigga. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wrong. Anyway. It's hard out here for. It's hard hey, I appreciate oh, y'all. Can you make Hustle and Flow in 2019? No. He was calling. Nah, it's too many things just Uh-oh. happened in that movie. Damn. If you make it a period piece, period piece, it'll work. Oh. Anyway. All right. That was, that was 2019. Thank you, guys. Yeah. 2019. That's what I said. You said 2018. No, I said 2019. All right, 19. You said 2019. It's okay. Sorry. With your positivity, man. Speak your truth. That's all right. Okay. I said I was Hide your money, y'all. There's poor people around. Look, I appreciate y'all for joining us and whatnot for the show. And if you enjoyed this type of talk, we have these discussions all the time over at the Government Name Podcast. You can check us out. We're G-U-B-M-I-N-T-N-A-M-A-E. N-A-M-E. I'm here to pick it up. All right. Every Tuesday. That's Government Name Podcast. Check us out. All right. Well, you got anything else on mind, anybody? Uh, do not. I'm going to get this OnlyFans. Time to eat these chicken sandwiches. I know. OnlyFans. Until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.